Welcome in, Alcoa family. It is a football Thursday night this week as we're going to get a long weekend. We're going to play tonight, uh, get it into the mercy rule, get off early. I may hit some Gus's chicken right down Sutherland here and then get home and then have a Friday at work and then be five days closer or one day closer to fall break. But first, we have the West Rebels standing in the way. They enter tonight's contest undefeated at 5-0, and and they are 2-0 and in their region. Alcoa enters tonight fresh off a forfeit from Pigeon Forge, one nothing. The last time they took the gridiron, they were defeated by the Maryville Red Rebels, 30-27, to in a game that could have swayed for the Tornadoes. Needless to say, they have one loss, and Rankin desperately wanted them back on the football field last Friday night to just get the taste of the Merrill game out of their mouth and also to help prepare for a very good West Rebel football team. Yeah, Marty, just one possession away for the Alcoa Tornadoes of coming away with a victory two weeks ago against the Maryville Rebels. It was an epic clash of titans in the Battle of Pistol Creek, the 93rd edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. It was a pleasure bringing you the broadcast. And, Marty, it's been a minute. Happy to be back on the headset as last week, as you mentioned, Pigeon Forge had to cancel due to COVID. And luckily, we are back in action tonight. And we're playing on a Thursday, so we get an extra day off. Um, Marty West comes into this game, as you mentioned, 5-0. But last game, a, a Sevier County team that they barely defeated, 20-19. Very close ball game. And so I think the record is a little bit deceiving. They may be the number one team in 5A football, but they're not the number one team or even probably the top five in Tennessee, and they're going to have their hands full with the Tornadoes tonight. They're going to find out how good they are in it real quick. In less than 30 minutes, almost 25 minutes, the West Rebels are going to get a reality check. Are they the team that they think they are? Are they the undefeated uh, West Rebels that they've got state aspirations? They expect to win one of those golden footballs and bring it back to Knoxville. We wish them well after tonight. Uh, do I think that, uh, and speaking with Dan the man before the game, uh, we, we was going over his scouting report a little bit, and we'll get to that momentarily. But just getting to Cookville is going to have to go through the tornadoes tonight, Heath. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not looking over some of these games and some of these teams that that uh, West has beaten, it's not real impressive. They were a one-point victor over Sevier County. Uh, they did start the season and, and pummeled Bearden pretty good, but that is what it is. Uh, then they struggled, struggle win against Farragut, and then Knox Halls they struggled with, and then Fulton they, they beat pretty good, but Fulton's not that good this year. Um, so they're going to find out just how good they are as they take on Alcoa tonight, and this will be the first of three of four games against Blount County teams, as next week they will travel down Alcoa Highway in 321 to the loveliest football field in high school football, which is the home of the Heritage Mountaineers. And then they'll go to Cock County, and then they will also have to travel, travel back into Blount County where they will visit the Maryville 
Red Rebels. Yeah, absolutely, Marty. Uh, a 5-0 and record, and, and as I said a minute ago, they're a good team in 5A football, but you're talking about one of the top teams in the state tonight in Alcoa in 3A, um, not just in 3A, but in the state. West lost a little bit from last season. Last year, 12-2, and 6-0 in their region, averaging 37 points a game, allowing only 12. Lost in the 5A quarterfinals to Oak Ridge in a battle, 31-28. to This season, 5-0, and 2-0 in region, they're averaging 29 points a game and allowing 19. So that, that margin of error uh, is, is really small, as this is a lot closer of a game most games for them this season, as we've seen looking at the record. But, Marty, they've got a great coach in Lamar Brown, 40 and 16, 20, 40 and 16 in his five seasons at West, 20 and 6 in the region. He's got 111 overall victories and 50 losses in his 14 seasons at football coach and marty a fun little stat for you here you may have already read it if not i'm going to share it with you but brown a tennessee native played for jefferson county high school went on to play collegially at carson newman for legendary coach ken sparks but here's a fun little tidbit for you and for our fans out in blunt county he played on the jefferson county team with two legendary brothers and then one young man at Uh quarterback who was quite talented in the 80s. Do you know who that quarterback was? Uh, I knew until you asked me. The, the brothers, uh, one of those, uh, well, I think they played in the NFL, and one of them also was on the Maryville Red Rebel staff for a year. Uh, one of them played for the Patriots. I cannot remember. Either. Is it Rollins? Now, I don't have those two names for you at the moment, but my question is, who was the quarterback of that team? I told you, I don't know. George Quarles. Ah, <laughs> uh, was he? George I Quarles. Thought, I thought Quarles <laughs> was the receiver. No, nope. George Quarles was two years ahead of him and was the quarterback, and then Quarles went on to play at Furman. But Quarles was on that team with Lamar Brown at Jefferson County, and that's just a really cool stat and, I read last night that I, I thought was pretty interesting. I knew that. I knew I knew, uh, I knew Coach Quarles uh, went to Jeff County. I know he graduated high school the same year that I did, which was in 1986. So, yes, he would have been two years ahead of, uh, you know, Coach Brown here at West. And uh, don't – They've they evidently learned some good football there, Jeff County, because they have had um, turned out a lot of great coaches. As you said, Brown went on to play at Carson Newman under uh, Coach Sparks. Coach Quarles went on to play at Furman, where he is now the offensive coordinator. Watched them a little bit in their game last week. Uh, of course, they struggled against North Carolina State, but that was expected. North Carolina State's a pretty good team this year. While Furman doesn't have the same amount of scholarships, nor is it you know, a big a school or has the money that is dumped into it like a North Carolina State. But uh, there's some talented players in that squad. And uh, it, it'll be nice. And they have high expectations at Furman this year. I know we're getting a little bit, um, we're digressing. But, you know, it's, it's good to talk about, you know, our Blount County brothers. And we always wish them extremely well in everything that they do. Well, and Marty, speaking of Blount County, just taking an outlook about what's going on in the county tonight. We take a look at that for a moment here. Greenback 2-2 two and two, lost in overtime last week to Oliver oh. Springs, 20-14. to 14. This week they host Loudoun Heritage. 0-5. The Mountaineers oh. have really struggled this year. They lost 0-51 to to Knox Central last week. This week, they get another crack at it as they'll be traveling to Seymour High School tonight, or tomorrow night, excuse me. William Blunt, 1-4. They lost last week to Science Hill, 27-55. They'll play Sevier County at home tomorrow. And Maryville, 5-0. and 
who defeated Bearden 42-6 last week, will host Science Hill. So most of our teams will be in the county tomorrow night, except for Heritage, who will be traveling to Seymour. But that's kind of a little bit of the outlook of our teams in the area. But kind of back to the game in hand, as you mentioned. Just a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun stats to talk about. But, you know, Lamar Brown has put the time in. He 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 played at Jefferson County. He went on to Carson Newman. Uh, after Carson Newman, Ken Sparks actually gave him his first shot at being uh-huh. an assistant as a coach. Then he spent one season at the University of the Cumberlands prior to moving to the high school ranks. And he was on the Morristown West staff for uh-huh. a really long time as an assistant, then took over as a coach for nine seasons and decided – it's time for a change. And uh, after Coach Herrig left here to go to Loudon, Lamar Brown took over. And he has done a phenomenal job since taking over this program, Marty. The season prior to him taking over, West was 4-6. and six. Ever since he's been here, they've been 40-16, and 20-6 and six in region, and they made the playoffs every year. That's good. That's a great accomplishment. And uh, you always see them, uh, you know, making the playoffs, taking deep runs. Very, very athletic squad, and, and they, they pull from a very good area. Um, I like this area around here. A lot of good restaurants just up and down Sutherland here, but uh, that being the case, I, I digress once again. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, however, take a break of two minutes and to give you time to run to the fridge. We come back. We will have Dan the Man scouting report brought to you by Omega Technology, your merchant processor in East Tennessee. Back after this. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Welcome back to the Everdeen Orthodontics pregame show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel with Dan the Man, the intern, here on the headset with me now as we're here in the pregame show getting ready about 18, 19 minutes away from this battle tonight between undefeated West and the Tornadoes of Alcoa High School. Now, Dan had an opportunity this week to do some prep kind of look at these two teams and get a scouting report. Him and I both like to kind of dive into the stats, get to know these teams, figure out what we think about these type of ball games. And, Dan, I know you had a chance to kind of take a look at West recently. What were your thoughts after their game against Sevier County last week? 
Thank you, Heath. Well, like you said, I had a chance to scout the Knox West Severe Canyon game, one of the games that I think gave the most to what Knox West truly is as a team. So some of my takeaways from this game was Severe County controlled the line of scrimmage for most of it. Knox West could not get in the backfield, and Severe County threw for 265 passing yards and 51 and rushed for 51 yards. And for the majority of the game, Severe County just controlled it. I mean, they played a lot better than Knox West. Knox West for the majority of the first half leading up to the third quarter. They just didn't look like they wanted to be there. But at the end, West was able to outlast Sevier County, not only with their depth in the skill position, but they made crucial plays at the end of the game that that just leveled the playing field and got the narrow victory over Sevier County 20-19. to 19. Thanks, Dan. And, you know, Dan, you wonder, too, with a game like that. Look at You look at West, the week before Sevier County, they play Fulton. They beat Fulton 31-14. to 14. Now, this is a Fulton team that whooped Gibbs earlier this year. So you wonder if it was kind of one of those games where West coming off of that high of beating Fulton in a big-time matchup between the two of them, if they kind of let off the gas a little bit um, against Sevier County and what caused that to be such a close game. Oh, yeah, definitely. But a lot of – but but like the Sevier County game, like the Halls – and Farragut game where they were a lot close as well. I think it has to do in fact with the fact that they lost a very crucial piece, not only to their offense, but up to their defense in Shannon Blair. Yeah. He's six one receiver and he's a three star commit to Michigan State and the first game that they had where they played Bearden, he actually tore his ACL so he will be out for the remainder of the season. But ever since that game, even though they've had three struggle wins, they've been able to adjust the offense has played pretty much the same and had the same skills, had the same mindset where it's just pass heavy and a lot of rollout plays. They've been able to get with get here to this point with a five and zero record. But this will be their toughest challenge tonight, going up against the Alcoa Tornadoes. It certainly will. And you know, I was looking at a stat this week, Dan, as I was prepping for this game, where only one time this season. Has West allowed a team to rush over 100 yards? Most of their games have been beaten up through the air. Now, I have a feeling tonight is going to be the second time this season that they give up more than 100 yards because it's hard to stop this Alcoa team with so much versatility. Oh, yeah, you're definitely right, Heath. When it comes to skill players and quarterbacks and all that, Alcoa and Knox West, you could say, are very similar. They have a lot of depth in the position, and they're really talented. But tonight, this game will come down to who controls the line of scrimmage. And with how well Alcoa has played, not only on the offensive line, but that front seven, they've done well with their opponents, and they did very well against a very talented Maryville Rebels team. That would probably be the best team that they'll see all season. So with that being said, I have Alcoa beating Knox West because I think they'll be able to control the line of scrimmage, and I don't think Knox West, their front seven or their offensive line, will be able to get the job done tonight against Alcoa. All right, well, we're, they're going to get ready in just a moment to come out on the field and do the national anthem, but right before they do it, your final score prediction tonight. I think it will... I don't know for sure, but I have Alcoa beating them by at least three or four touchdowns. Three or four touchdowns. All right. 
Well, you heard it here from Dan the Man, the intern. We'll see if that comes to fruition. But right now, we're going to take a break here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville pregame show and game of the week as a uh, national anthem is getting ready to be underway. And we'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. And Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. 
CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. This is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM. Maryville, Tennessee. A service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD. 
which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. TwinCityCertified.com. Welcome back to the Everding Orthodontics pregame show. We are coming at you live from West High School and Bill Wilson Field, home of the 3300 Rebel Pride. I have no idea what that means. Maybe that's the address here to West High School. I don't know. But regardless, uh, we're on the visiting side bleachers. We're in the back row. It's a beautiful evening. The weather could not be better. Uh, it's about uh, the Jerome Moon State Representative game time temperature is right at 70 degrees. It's supposed to chill off and I think get down to like 46 degrees tonight, Heath, which hopefully it won't be that cold by the time we get out of here. But uh, right now it's beautiful. The skies are clear, not a cloud in the sky, just beautiful blue as we look down to the field, Alcoa and their seniors are there to represent Alcoa as their captains. They're wearing their road white jerseys with maroon numerals outlined in aluminum with maroon sleeves with the aluminum and white stripes. They're over white football pants. And of course, they're wearing their traditional aluminum colored helmet with the maroon logo on both sides as well as the maroon face face mask across the way it will be the home west rebels and they are wearing their home navy jerseys with white numerals outlined in red with west written across the chest over blue football pants with white stripe and they have navy helmets 
with a white W and a red face mask. And we'll try to get the uh, captains to you momentarily. For Alcoa, it is number three. That's Major Newman. Number one, Michael Williams. Number 77, that is Big Max Hodge. And number 10, that is Caden Belt Buckles. Well, Marty, uh, before we get this game going as the West Rebels now enter the field, like to give a few secret safe place for newborn social media shout outs to some of the people who uh, told us earlier today that they'd be listening to the broadcast tonight. Um, first off, I'd like to say welcome in and thank you, Tracy Weeks, for listening in to tonight's broadcast. Adam Rogers, Marty, told us he was going to be watching the game on television, but he was going to have it on mute. And he's going to listen to our broadcast. Adam, we appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying it so far. Hope we bring you a good call tonight. Kipper and Tamara Presley, Sue Dauber, and Gary Dunlap Jr., who wanted to give his score prediction as well, as he said he believes Alcoa will win by four touchdowns. So thank you to all of your uh, love and support for the two hype sports team as we bring you tonight's broadcast. And we're about a minute away from kickoff, Marty, as Alcoa over here with the cheerleaders got their sign up, and it looks like an Instagram shot. It does. It's pretty neat. It says Instagram, and I can't see what it says on the bottom, but they're about to bust through, but it's a really cool picture. If I had my camera ready, I'd get a picture of it. Too late as they make their way onto the field here at Bill Wilson Field and the West High Rebel Football Stadium. Well, and Marty Alcoa will be receiving the football to start this game. And I uh, talked about it with Dan in the pregame show a little bit. While West has only allowed one team this season to have over a 100 rushing yards, they've been sliced and diced through the air. And while Alcoa has been typically a traditional running football team, they've got a quarterback who can sling it. And so West could be in trouble tonight. Well, they've not ran up against the Jordan Harris or an offensive line, the likes of Alcoa either as it will be West set to kick off tonight to Alcoa, who have three players back deep, and I believe that is number four. That is Jamal Williams, and then I think that's Jordan Harris. And then on the far side of the field is Elijah Cannon is an up man, but back deep is number that's either six or eight. I think it's six, Salter. And we're underway as the kick is high, end over end fielded at the one. That's Harris with the ball. And he'll bring it out the 15-20, breaks tackle 25, breaks another tackle, finally collected and dropped as he gets out the, past the 35 to around the 36-yard line. Well, Marty, before we get things started, and she moves away from the radio, Adrian Harrell listening in tonight from Crossville, Tennessee. And she is out there working right now. And Adrian, thank you so much for listening. We wish you were here. We hope you are enjoying the broadcast as this thing is about to really get going as Alcoa's first offensive drive starts right now. And Adrian, thank you for what you do. Your job is not an easy one in this day and time. Alcoa to the line. They'll be working from a spread with two receivers to the left, one to the right, two tailbacks. And now it will be Salter screening or motioning out and it's going to be buckles under pressure he's going to tuck it and run it and he'll get out past the 40 to about the 43 so uh just nothing doing downfield and caden
buckles, tucks it, and picks up about seven yards uh, out to the 44-yard line. It'll be second down and three at that point with 11.40 left to go. We're scoreless early on here at West High School between the Tornadoes, who have the ball, and West. Alcor back, just a quick screen out to Major Newman. He makes the catch, twists and turns and dives and gets the ball to midfield and picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Special shout-outs, too, to Corey Behrens, Jason Henderson, Steve Stout, Coach Earl McMahon, Dave Bennett, and Mark Smith who are listening on up at the Ryder Cup. And it is Buckles once again working from a spread. He has a tight end to the left, and it'll give you a give to the left, and it'll be a pickup to number 15. That is Jawan Goins. He's a sophomore, and he's some good yardage by that young man. And that number 15 gives you a little bit of uh, deja vu. Or is that a number, another player in there that's just changed jerseys? I have a feeling, Marty, it's another player. I might have, we might have to do some investigation on who's got that football because in the latest roster last week from Alcoa, there was not a number 15 Melissa anymore. and Flynn, I'll, I'll get the uh, the heads up on it. Is it looks like, was that Eddie Salter that dances around? It was uh, Harris on a uh, jet sweep. It was Harris on a jet sweep. I got those mixed up. He gets out to about or down to the – West 44-yard line, so Alcoa continues to move the ball, but now they face a third down and four with 10-10 left to go in the first quarter. So good job so far on this first offensive drive as we are very early in the ball game. Ten minutes left in the first 0-0. It's third down for the Tornadoes. One back in the backfield with Buckles, one receiver to the right who's going to get it thrown at him. And a good job breaking on the ball that time by number nine defensively, and that is Cooper Shimlock. And the 5'9 senior breaks that pass up, and he, he was a step from taking it the distance the other direction. Well, Marty, that's what happens when you um, focus in on only one player. Um, his eyes the whole time were right there, focused on Major Newman. Defensive back read that perfectly and jumped the route, and you're right. One more step, and that kid would have been off to the races with a pick six. So fourth down forces the Tornadoes to punt on their Fake. first offensive possession. And You're it's right. a two, two throw, and it is, oh, did oh. he come down with it? A great play defensively by Jacquez Wren, and Alcoa comes out with a little trickerino, or as you like to call it. Trickeration. Trickeration. The upback gets a snap, throws out. <coughs> To number was that number eight Isaiah Bryant? Uh, Isaiah Bryant threw it down the field. Yeah, wide receiver type screen to turn into a pass. He threw it down the field to a wide open Eli Owen. Just put Owens caught it, but then right there the safety comes in, makes a big play, helmet right on the football. Owens unable to come down with it, and now West with the football should have been good, but should've he put been. too much air under it, and Eli goes up for it, and then that big boy got blasted by a 5'10", no, wrong roster, by a 6'154 pound defensive back, and it jarred the ball loose, and he's unable to come back down with it. Over on downs now to the West High Rebels, 
at their own 44-yard line. They've got two receivers now in motion. Goes number 36. That is Thad Sterling. And no relation to Scott. Football. Oh, the ball is wow. loose. It's somewhere. They tried to just run it off tackle to the right. And the back just sat over there, waited for things to set up. They never did. He fumbles it forward to the 49. Actually, we'll say 48. And West is able to retain possession and pick up decent yardage on first down to set up second down at six. Slipped out of the hands of the running back, and there waiting for it in front of him was the 6'1", 270-pound offensive lineman, Jones Connor, with the catch and able to get a positive yardage out of and it is the quarterback back. That is Jesse. And they run a screen, and it's going to be wide open, well executed. And number six is brought down. There's a flag over there. I believe that's going to be a hold that's going to bring this one back. But that is six horde. Might as well be number six if your name is six. I wonder if George Costanza named him. <laughs> I think number six is like the only numeral. A uh, single digit for the Yankees that has not been retired, unless I'm mistaken. And and uh, what was Bernie Williams? Uh, that I do not know, Marty. But, yeah, um, really great play call that time by the head coach for West. A screen play as Alcoa brought the house. And uh, they read, uh, the quarterback read it perfectly, timed it just right. However, holding down the field by the wide receiver is going to move West in the opposite direction. And so now they start now here on second down and it'll be second down to six of basically uh, all that for naught as we come back and it'll be a give and the quarterback trips over the running back that's number 14 for west with the carry and that's Braden latham he's a junior that goes six one a buck 82 and he'll take it inside of alcoa territory down to their 47 and it looks like west wants to go hurry up on third down and one, and you know, Heath, this may be two down situation on this part of the field, I'm not sure. West will work from a spread with one back and two receivers to the right, and and West is going to move. I started to say Braden move, but that was an offensive lineman, number 63. It was 53, Quindarius Hayes. Quindarius Hayes, my God, I thought it was the interior guy uh, who was Diego Thomas, but So that was 53. The other guy, 62. That is John Sartell, but you are correct, Heath. And that is Cameron Legit. Too legit to quit. It's now third down and seven after the penalty, or a or long six. And it's quarterback back. He's got a screen out to number 14. The back out of the backfield, he makes the first tackler miss, does Braden Latham, and then he's brought down two yards shy. We'll say almost three yards shy of a first down. And Heath, that is uh, decision time. Yeah, I, th- I don't, I don't think you go for it here. I think you've got Alcoa. You, you, get, you don't make it here. You get Alcoa a great field position. I would They're rather take Alcoa deep and make them drive the full length of the field. They send, They're trying to get them to jump. Yeah, they are. This is what Alcoa does all the time. And Horde goes in motion from left to right. There's a wing to the right. The lone setback is Latham, and the quarterback is Carson Bo Jesse. Yeah, they were just trying to get him to jump there. They're going to 
They're going to instead take a timeout, um, and then they're going to punt this football away to the Tornadoes. Let's take a Bliss Air timeout with them where the scoreboard reads zeros for both squads with 7.05 left back in 30 seconds. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. We are back at West High School. It's fourth down and, and seven yards to go at their own 47-yard line. And they're going to send in Yossi Birch to punt and there's another timeout taken. Uh, I'm not sure if Alcoa liked what was called or if this is a, if this is one of those TV timeouts that's going to keep us here all night. Yeah, Marty, I think it was a TV timeout as they're waiting to come back from a break. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, West, uh, after stopping Alcoa on their first offensive drive, Alcoa began the game with the football. Really good job that time by them. West got the football back. They started to get a little bit of momentum, and it didn't last for long. The Tornadoes held them in check, stopped him on third down. West came back out quickly, tried to get Alcoa to jump. Wasn't full into the Tornadoes, and West called a timeout. TV timeout followed, and now we are just waiting for both teams to come back on the field as it looks like West will be looking to punt on their first offensive drive and give Alcoa a chance to put the first points on the board. Now, Marty, uh, a minute ago, we had a uh, number 15 that we couldn't figure out who he was, but it sounds like it was actually Derek Foster, or as they like to call him, DJ Foster, who is wearing 15 tonight. Indeed, and uh, thank you to Josh Stevens, the athletic director at Alcoa High School, for getting us that, as now it is Yossi Birch on to punt. He's an Australian-style kicker. He runs to the right, kicks it. It's going to take a big west roll. And it's going to go all the way down to the Alcoa 10-yard line. And that's where the Tornadoes will start first down and 10 with 6.53 left to go in the first quarter. We are still scoreless here at Bill Wilson Field. And, uh, Heath, not a lot out of anything. Alcoa had a chance on fourth down with a, 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 a trick of Ruski or trickeration, as you like to call it, and uh, was unable to connect, but then their defense holds Bearden uh, and forces him to punt. Now they take over deep in their own territory at the 10-yard line. It is Isaiah Bryant that's going to flank out wide to the right. There will be two tornadoes now in motion. Is going to be number four, Jamal Williams, and it's going to be thrown out to Elijah Cannon, who just snuck out of the backfield, and the wheel pattern, Heath, is always open. And it's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down on a nice pitch and catch from Buckles to Elijah Cannon. 
Nice throw that time from Buckles, just being patient in the pocket and waiting for that one to open up downfield and led Cannon perfectly. Big time first down for Alcoa. Brennan Dugan in at wide receiver now, and it'll be Owens in the slot next to him on the right, and one back who will get the ball, and that's Cannon. He breaks the tackle on the scrimmage, and he's off and finally down as he gets near midfield out to the 48-yard line, and Heath and two plays are going to mark him down to the 47. That's a bad spot, but none of my business. They say sit there and call the game, Marty. Let us do the spotting and the refereeing. But regardless, Heath, that is 37 yards of offense and two plays on this possession for really, Alcoa. Really nicely done on that play, Marty, by the right side of the offensive line. Number 65, Kane Birchfield, and then number 79, Lance Williams. Just sealed the right side, allowing plenty of room for Cannon to run. And then a really nicely done by the tight end, Eli Owens, down the field, knocking the linebacker out of the play, too. Jet sweep cross buck, and it looks like there's a helmet loose on the field, and the young man will come off. That is 65, am, am I correct, Kane Birchfield? Birchfield. Mm -hmm. He'll come off. Something happened there. It looks like they're going to be an infraction called against Alcoa, and that will back it up. What did they call there, Heath? It was a... Um, yeah, we got the officials have their back to us because we're on the visiting side here at West. They need to get some alumni to donate some dollars so they can upgrade their stadium here in their press box. Ooh, wow, this is an unsportsmanlike conduct, I believe, Heath. That's a 15-yard variety, and that'll move the ball back to the 31-yard line. And let me find Rankin and find out who he's into right here. Is a legal substitution 15-yard penalty? I didn't think so, but I guess it is now. We'll find out. That's, <laughs> uh, I need uh, Brian Bledsoe or Chris Clark on the line with me. 541 now. It's still scoreless. Alcool with the ball. It is first down and forever. Mm. And uh, Eli Owens has, has hurt his ankle again, and he's going to hobble off the field. He was the intended receiver, and the ball was just way overthrown as he was double covered on the play. Well, that's going to bring up, I believe, second and long now for the Alcoa Tornadoes. And Buckles just got that pass off while the defender was in the backfield about to make the sack um, and ended up luckily going incomplete as Eli Owens kind of hobbled up before the getting to the football. So we'll see if Alcoa can do something here. Now, Marty, this is a team in West who has only allowed one team this season with 100 yards rushing. They usually get picked apart through the air. So they're doing a really good job so far tonight, trying to keep this Alcoa team in check and forcing them into tough situations. And another tough one here for the Tornadoes. It is second and 25. And it looks like a player was missing from the field for Alcoa as they finally make their way. And we're ready to go. Hey, I've got Williams flanked out wide right. It's going to be a give up the middle to number six. That's Salter. And he bangs his way down and there's a flag thrown late. Salter gets out to about the 45, picks up about 14 on the play, but Heath, this one's probably coming back as well. And, and Alcoa has had a tendency to shoot themselves in the foot quite a bit this year. Now, they're so talented against a lot of the teams that they play, they're able to overcome it. But some of these bigger teams, I think there may be problems um, if, you keep, if you keep handicapping yourself, to say the least. Looks like a holding penalty is what's going to hurt him this time. And so moving backwards again, and 
this is an Alcoa team, Marty, that really was starting to pick up steam, and they did a really good job in the Maryville game. Uh, a lot less penalties than what we saw earlier in the season. Um, but this type of stuff will get you in big-time games. And so Alcoa's got to wake up, clean it up, and get things rolling as they've got trips to the left now, single receiver to the right. And it's a throw over the middle, and making the catch there is number five, five Colby Bledsoe, and he has it out to the 45-yard line, so it'll be third down and roughly about 12 or 13 on the next snap. And Alcoa will have Dugan in, Bledsoe in, Cannon, and Salter. are gonna be your intended receivers or skills player. It's gonna be a draw play right up the middle. And this is gonna to go to Howard. He breaks a tackle. Jordan He's Harris. past midfield, Jordan Harris. And he is gonna be finally pushed out of bounds around the 45 yard line. He's gonna be really close, Heath, to a first down for the Tornadoes. Fourth and one, and I think if you're Alcoa, you go for it here. Yeah, it's. I think that was the whole aspect of that play was to get it into a short yardage situation. A great play, a draw on third and long, and Jordan Harris turns it into around a, a 24 yard scamper and sets up a fourth and one. We'll call it a short one with 413 left. We're still scoreless. Bringing the big boys in as Colby Bledsoe comes to the sideline and they bring in number 82, Bryce Hayes. Uh, tight end, but now Cohen now decides they need some more time to think about this and they call a timeout. Yeah, and let's take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage uh, timeout with them, and we'll be back in 60 seconds with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. at West and it's going to be a fake on the jet sweep. Buckles keeps. He turns it upfield and he's just going to pick up uh, enough yardage to move the chains and give Alcoa another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the Rebel 42 yard line. Under four minutes left to go now in the first quarter and we're still scoreless. Alcoa driving however as this started from their own 10 yard line. Buckles in a shotgun. Cannon, the lone setback with him with two receivers left, one to the right. They move left to right on your listing device. And it's a quick slant to Cox as he hauls it in at, that's actually Isaiah Bryant. 
as he hauls it in at the 33-yard line. It's going to be just shy of a first down, Heath. Yeah, Marty, uh, you wish it was Isaiah Cox, but he's at Cincinnati this year. And so um, Isaiah Bryant with a really nice catch there. And, yeah, second and short now for the Tornadoes. Just kind of a double slant route that time. So defenders had to pick one, and there was a guy on the second level open. And a good job by Buckles feeding it to Bryant. Florida used to do that all the time under Spurrier. And there's the give. It's going to go to Cannon right up the middle. He tries to juke and dive, and he gets tackled pretty good. He's a little slow to get up, but he'll make his way back to the huddle after picking up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down at the 26-yard line of the West Rebels. Needs to quit juking and jiving and slower the truck stick. Yeah, he was the one that took the punishment that time by kind of, you know, dancing around when he's the guy that should be trucking people. Well, he's bigger than that safety who tackled him. A lot bigger. No, look at that opponent and know you've got the size advantage and just run him over. 2.40 left in the first quarter. Alcoa on the move at the 26-yard line of the West Rebels. Buckles in a shotgun. Two receivers right, one left. They move left to right, and it's going to be Howard just right up the middle and down to the 21. That was Jordan Harris. I knew I was saying I knew who was in. I was looking right at it. I'm just a little <laughs> flustered. Not got the week off last week, and it has uh, it's it's busted up my game somewhat. You're just too busy with your uh, fantasy football team thinking about Jordan Howard and the NFL, Marty. Indeed, <laughs> I do like I do like the NFL. Two minutes left in the first quarter here for Alcoa. Let's see if they can put it in the end zone, and get some points here. And it's going to be Bryant on the jet sweep. He's going to get it inside the 20 and down to the 18 where they will set up their next down. It'll be third down and about three inside the common sense pest control red zone. So we'll see what Alcoa dials up here on third down. They're going to. If you're the defensive coordinator now for West, you got a lot to think about here and a lot of weapons you've got to choose from to cover as it's Cannon in the backfield. It is Howard in motion. It's going to be a crossbuck off the jet sweep, and it's going to be given to Elijah Cannon. He's going to have the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the 15, down to around the 13 as Alcoa continues their march downfield. So another nice first down for Alcoa. Not necessarily the big chunk plays every play we're used to seeing, but again, a much tougher opponent than we're used to seeing each and every week as Alcoa usually cruises through the region, but they're playing a, the number one team in 5A football right now in the West High School. Under Indeed. a minute to play, and Alcoa 14 yards away from Pater. And it will be a give this time on the jet sweep to Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris, and he's going to take it and be ridden out of bounds after a, a, a little of any game. It's going to be about a two-yard loss, actually, or a yard loss. It'll set up second 11 from the 14. 40 seconds left to go in this opening quarter. We're still scoreless. Alcoa trying to change that. Second 11, it is going to be Cannon, the lone setback, and it will be Bryant, the receiver to the right, with two receivers for the Tornadoes to the left. They still move left to right, and Buckles has fumbled the snap. He's in trouble now, and he runs into his own player, and he's going to go down back in the middle of the field at the 29-yard line. 
and Heath, the, the senior quarterback, just, just dropped the snap, took his eyes off of it, and that's going to cost this team about 15 yards. Yeah, move them in the opposite direction, and you wonder if Rankin here is just going to let this clock wind down. Yeah, and, they're going to talk. Uh, and talk this through and give them a second with the end of the first quarter approaching. And that's going to do it for the first quarter. We're scoreless at West High School in Bill Wilson Field. We're going to take a timeout, a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout, after telling you the Bless Air scoreboard reads zeros for both squads. You're listening to the Twin Cities Certified and Marable Game of the Week back after this. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. back at the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and a quick shout out to my buddy Tracy Weeks and now uh, you didn't you didn't jinx him brother we're all good we're gonna get this thing in the end zone right here and and uh, try to keep this ball rolling I don't know if we're gonna get to mercy rule by halftime or not but uh, we'll get all of our commercials in with the TV timeouts they're still on the field and uh, Alcoa going to dial something up now. They've got the ball at the 29-yard line. They've got to go all the way to the roughly about between the two and the three-yard line for a first down. So we'll call it third down at 27. We'll see if they run the, the draw play here again. You know, do you get points out of this? You run the draw play, keep it in the middle of the field, and, you know, get uh, Bacon Lauder back out there for, a, you know, a, a chip shot field goal possibly. Yeah, I think they'd really like to try to get some points here on this drive after being stopped on their first offensive possession. Defense stood tall and did their job as well, getting the football back for them. So help the defense out, get some points on the board. We'll see what they dial up here, third and 26. Really the biggest thing so far in this game, Marty, penalties, penalties, and a fumble have been the issue so far for this Tornado team tonight. You clean those things up, it's a much different story right now as Alcoa has been able to move the football down the field. They've just shot themselves in the foot a few times. So I got to beat against Maryville. Mm -hmm. They were their own worst enemy in that game. Maryville doesn't make mistakes. You cannot make mistakes and beat them. You have a really hard time beating, you know, teams that has almost as much talent as you. Uh, and tonight, this West team is really good, and Alcoa has just imploded. They dropped a fourth, fourth down pass. They dropped a snap a minute ago that went backwards 15 yards. They've had three big penalties, two holding penalties, and a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on on this possession. So we'll see what they dial up here now on fourth down. You've got Harris and Cannon along each side of the quarterback, who is in a shotgun with one receiver right, two to the left. They move right to left now. You're listening to Vice Buckles has it, throws, and this defense is showing why it is so stingy, Heath. 
as you can't just toss the ball in there. They'll break on it and knock it down. Well, and uh, just tried to force something there as uh, Buckles had to step up in the pocket because of the pressure. Tried to force it into uh, Juwan Williams, Jamal Williams, and that defensive back was all over it and was able to get right in front of him. Luckily not pick it up off and knock it loose. And Marty, now it's fourth and 26, and the Tornadoes are going for it. Yeah, um, maybe the hook and ladder they run against Maryville. We'll find out shortly. Maybe. Two receivers, four total, and now in motion comes Howard, and it's going to be Buckles taking off. He's going to try to run for it. He's going to be well short of a first down as he is upended inside the 15 at about the 13. So uh, if nothing else, Heath, uh, Webb will get poor field position out of this, but another another offensive possession wasted by the Alcoa Tornadoes. Well, I think something that's a little bit more surprising than anything is the pressure yes. West is getting on Caden Buckles. You've got a very talented offensive line in Alcoa, and uh, West is finding a way to make it difficult for them tonight and uh, control the line of scrimmage. It's something Dan talked about in the pregame show. He said this game was going to be one in the trenches, and right now West is winning that battle and making things difficult for the Tornadoes. And it is West in a shotgun. One back, three receivers, one right, left, two to the right. And the quarterback will turn it upfield. He's going to be tackled out of bounds. Uh, not far enough to uh, bring a flag, but he'll get the ball out to the 19-yard line. He'll pick up about five, six on first down. Yeah, good job in pursuit by Aaron Davis, only allowing around a uh, five to six-yard carry by the quarterback. Um, and now West comes back onto the field. There's 11.40 left to go here in the second quarter. We're knotted up at zero. This has been a tough battle between these two teams so far. So turn, they'll hand it off up the middle, and it's got a little bit of room to run and almost enough for a first down, but it appears he's going to be just a yard or two short. And it will move the ball out to the 24, and I do believe he's about, it's going to be about a yard shy. It'll be third and one now, Heath, with 11.20 left to go here in the half. We're still scoreless on the Bliss Air scoreboard. Also on the Bliss Air scoreboard, if you're pennant watching, the Giants and the Padres are tied at six going into the ninth. And let's get a report. I know the Dodgers and Rockies went to extras. And we'll get that after this there play. You go. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. And I don't know if the ball came loose. There were people yelling for it out here. But regardless, Heath, that's going to be a loss. They're actually going to give him forward progress basically back to the line of scrimmage. But that will set up now fourth down and one. And it'll bring on the punting team and Yossi Birch to punt now for the West Rebels. And the Dodgers do beat the Rockies in 10, 7-5. They came back from a 5-3 deficit heading into the eighth inning on the Bliss Air scoreboard. And the punt is away. It's not a great one. It'll be fielded by Bryant. He didn't call for a fair catch, and he gets hit immediately and dropped at his own 49-yard line. So Alcoa does get good field position out of this near midfield. Great field position, but can they do something with it? As Alcoa has had a couple opportunities to move this football down the field, but penalties 
and a fumble on these first two drives have prevented both of them from getting in the end zone. So 10.09 left to go here in the second quarter. Zero to zero. And Alcoa with the football and two running backs in the backfield with Caden Buckles. And it'll be just a sweep to, is that Howard? Nope, that's Eddie. Eddie Salter, and he'll get the nine and the six look the same. I've got to get these glasses checked. And it will be out to, uh, they're going to give him a loss on the play. And it's going to be marked at the 48-yard line, so it'll be second down and 11. So a lot of different motions and blocking schemes there, Heath, and it, it goes for nothing. And right now, this West defensive line is whipping Alcoa's front. Well, what you're seeing, Marty, is a lot more jet sweeps than normal. And, uh -huh. and these jet sweeps aren't going anywhere. They're trying to give it to their speedsters and give them out and the, get them out to the sidelines. But West has got speed, too, defensively. And so it's not fooling the Rebels so far tonight. And it's going to be just a Statue of Liberty play, basically, that's going to go to Jordan Howard. And he's going to turn it upfield. He's at the 40, 35, 30, 25. Finally drug down from behind as he gets the ball down to the 19-yard line, and that is huge, Heath. Just that, they got that one out of the old playbook there, and they put it in, and it's a big run by Jordan Howard all the way down to the 20-yard line and into the common sense pest control red zone with nine minutes left to go in the first half. We're still scoreless at Bill Wilson Field. Marty, if they keep putting Jordan Howard, the NFL player, in the game, Jordan Harris is going to get awfully upset. Yeah, this is true. I just cannot get this right. What is wrong with me? And it's going to be a keep by Buckles, and he's going to be thrown down Barry. for a loss. They sniffed that one out. And this West defense, they are very, very, very disciplined. I mean, they know their assignment. They know their role, and they, they play it, Heath, and they're doing it even in a short week. What I would say, the word is prepared. This defense yes. is very prepared for this Alcoa offense so far. And they know what Alcoa is going to call before they call it. And they're doing a really good job keeping the Tornadoes in check tonight. But now, no one in the backfield. Three receivers to the right, one to the left for Caden Buckles, and a tight end on the line of scrimmage. And Buckles is back, looks, pump fakes. Now he's going to, he's going to get sacked oh. back at the 28. You just got to get rid of the ball right there if you can. Um, well, I, Marty, I don't necessarily think that was the problem. Lance had his guy on the right side. Buckles felt pressure and stepped up, and he stepped up right into him and, and just kind of sandwiched himself in between Lance and the defensive lineman and made it easy for the lineman to be able to throw him down to the turf. Stay back behind that big boy and allow Lance some time to protect you because he will. Uh, Might have had a more uh, of a chance to look down the field and get that pass thrown, but instead you take the sack. And again, Alcoa shoots themselves in the foot as it's now third and 18. Salter in the backfield, and he'll get the give. He'll break a tackle. He sprints out to the 25 and then just hogtied as he gets back to the original line of scrimmage at the 20-yard line. And that's going to set up now third down or fourth down now and, and 10. And once again, hats off to this West Rebels defense. But, Heath, let me, let me get to my next point. When does the fact that they've been on the field all night long, the defense I speak of for the Rebels, start to weigh against them? Well, Marty, I think you could make the same argument with Alcoa's defense. They've been on the field a lot tonight as well. It's a younger defense. One thing I will say, though, about this Alcoa defense is they came into the season being what we all thought is the weak link. 
But they played their hearts out in that Maryville game two weeks ago and really grew up. Coach Nix did an excellent job with them. Really proud of the way they played in that ball game. But, Marty, it looks like there's a decision time on the field as we've got a timeout for them to talk things over. Yeah, let's take a Lee Franks. A volunteer home mortgage timeout. The Bliss Air scoreboard reads 7-12 left to go in the first half, and we're still scoreless from Bill Wilson Field here in West Knoxville. Back after this message. Are you outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Bill Wilson Field in West Knoxville on the campus of West High School as the tragically hip brings us back with a song called Three Pistols. Download it and listen to it. Um, Alcoa is still talking about what they're going to do here, Heath. It's fourth down and, and right at 10 yards to go. And once again, it's been one of those things where they've, they've shot the pistol before they got it out of the holster and it's landed in their foot. Well, one of the good things about taking a timeout in a game like tonight is you get a TV timeout sometimes added on to it. And so got a little bit more time to talk it over here. Hopefully they can figure it out. But, Marty, you're right. Shooting themselves in the foot all night, it's been a struggle. Caden Buckles hasn't quite looked himself tonight. The offensive line has struggled to protect tonight. Uh, West has made some really good plays defensively. They just seem to be a little bit more awake so far in this game. Uh, but uh, I have no doubts. No matter what the score is at halftime, Marty, one thing we talk about with these tornadoes is second-half adjustments is something they do quite well. So we'll see if they can get some points on the board here with seven minutes left to go here in the first half as it's 0-0 zero to zero and uh, hopefully get some momentum heading into halftime. Salter and Foster, the two backs in the backfield now, and it's going to be Buckles rolling right. He looks. He's got a receiver open, and he's not going to get there, Heath. He's going to be about a yard shy of a first down. And as a receiver, you've got to know where that first down marker is before you turn around. Well, it wasn't necessarily that he didn't find the sticks. He dropped the football. He was going towards the sidelines, and Buckles put it where only he could catch it, and Jamal Williams just unable to come down with it. Forces a turnover, and now West back with the football. Now, granted, they're pinned back deep again. A ball at the 20, just like you would potentially um, on a kickoff. Not very far so far for the Rebels. Can this defense stand tall again and get Alcoa back the ball? West setting up a screen again, and thankfully for the Tornadoes, the guy falls over his own feet, and that is number seven. And that is going to be Trayvon Barfield and Heath. Bless his heart, if he doesn't fall right there, there's only one tornado on that side of the field or the, uh, this side of the hash mark, and that could have been a big game. And they have set up that, that screen pass excellent tonight. Have the Rebels. Six. Yeah, they've, they've called some good plays so far tonight, Maury. Players haven't executed as much as they would like to, but if they had, 
West might be winning this ball game right now. They could. They're going to empty the backfield with motion, and they're going to throw it, and it's complete over the middle at the 30-yard line. And Horde, 6 Horde, will pick up the first down. S-Y-X-X is the way he spells his name. And that'll move the chains. That'll give the Rebels a first down. That's the first one they've had in a while. And the Alcor defense has been on the field some, but not near as long as the West squad. Really good catch that time by the wide receiver and a nice job staying in the pocket and staying composed with all of that pressure around him as they get the football down the field and complete it for a first down. Shotgun formation. It will be Jesse turning and handing the ball off to the lone setback. That will it will be out to about the 32-yard line, and that'll set up a second down and eight for West. And not a lot of room to run that time for Silas Cole. Good job by the defensive front coming up and making that play. Second and eight now, 524 left to go here in the second quarter. Alcoa zero, West zero, and the Rebels with the football. And it will be a shotgun. It's going to be Jesse looking downfield. He's got a receiver that is covered, and he just throws it over his head and out of bounds. And it was, I do believe, Elijah Cannon over there with the, with the, the coverage out of a linebacker spot, Heath. Nicely done by the sophomore linebacker who rotates in a defensive end as well. And it is now third and long. For West, can Alcoa stop him here? As we've got 5:05 left to go in the second quarter, see if they can get this football back and try to get the first points of the game on the board. It's hard to believe, Marty. No points have been scored, and we're almost at halftime. Latham now will sprint out of the backfield to empty it in motion, and it'll be throw over the middle, and it's complete to number eight. Number eight, that is Caden Latham. And Heath, they're on the move, and they're into Alcoa territory at the Alcoa 42-yard line. And Alcoa's on their heels now. You don't see the Alcoa defense this way, but Heath, they're not winning a lot of battles on the line of scrimmage offensively or defensively this evening. Yeah, having trouble getting in the backfield to the quarterback. And uh, right now, Jesse has just enough time to pick them apart. And right there, just finding an opening in that zone as Latham runs right across the middle, wide open. And Jesse finds him for a first down. And it will be Jesse once again dropping back to pass. He's going to get pressure from Cannon. And you could put him in a bag. He is sacked back at the 47-yard line. And that will set up now a second down and 15. And Elijah did look like he was shot out of a cannon coming off that left end. Man on a mission that time as the sophomore comes up clutch with a big-time hit, and it'll bring up second and 15 for the Rebels. And the Rebels will be in a shotgun. Number 14, the back. That's Latham still, and it'll be a gift to him as he tries to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he'll be popped and dropped at the 46-yard line. So he may pick up a little bit, not much. It's going to be maybe third down and a long 14, short 15. You choose. 3.30 now, Heath, and counting left in this half and no score. Yeah, hard to believe. I'm sure Coach Rankin would 
like to go into the halftime with some momentum, but his team has got to get the football back to this offense. So a big-time third and 14 play here. Marty, I want to watch out for that screen again. Yeah, and they're putting the players in that level, and Latham is the lone setback, and they're going to try downfield. It's going to be Jesse with plenty of time, and breaking in front there is Isaiah Bryant, and he breaks that up, and West is lucky he didn't pick that off. West is also lucky there wasn't a flag. And yeah. Bryant had a hand on it, kind of a horse collar tackle by the wide receiver to prevent him from coming away with it, threw him backwards. And so now fourth down, and it'll force Rebels to punt. Bryant back deep now as he awaits the kick from Yoshi Birch. It is going to be fair caught at dropped at the 10, and then Bryant will follow the ball at about the eight-yard line where a free kick would take place in a soccer game. And Heath, under three minutes left to go. Alcoa will imply, I'm sure, their two-minute drill to try to get the ball in the end of the end zone or at least come away with some points here in the first half. I've got to take my hats off to the Rebel because – I did not think they were that good of a football team. I thought they were okay, but I didn't think they were good. And and, and then again, Alcoa's, you know, they shot themselves in the foot a lot during this. Shotgun, it's going to be Buckles back. He's going to throw deep. He's got a receiver in, open in Major Newman. Makes the catch about the 50 <laughs> and finally tripped up as he was darting downfield as he gets the ball inside the 30 to the 25-yard line of the Rebels. That ball goes, Heath, from the 8 all the way to the 25-yard line. What a play. Just a go pattern, and Buckles loaded up and heaved it. Well, that's why we call him the Major Newman. Marty, a leader on and off the field, and right there making a play when the Tornadoes Needed a big-time catch, and a good job by Buckles leading him to where only he could get it. And the give goes inside. I believe that is Harris, Harris, and he'll take it inside the 20 and down to about the 19. He'll pick up about seven on first down, and that will set up a second down and three. Clock running with 2.03 now, but now Alcoa really doesn't need to worry about the clock with possession where it is now. Well, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Let's make sure. True that. No, no penalties. Crossbuck. Give to Cannon. Go he breaks Cannon. the tackle. He's going to dart inside the 10, and he's finally hit and knocked down inside the 5. That'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the 4. Cannon's hurt. Yeah, he went down. He get, The way he got hit, it's almost like he landed on his back shoulder really bad. But Peggy Bratt will be quickly out there to check on our sophomore. With the injury timeout, it will be a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville, game of the week right after this. We're still scoreless with 143 left, but Alcoa on the move. Your smile, it's your business card, it's your approval, it's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, 
what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. We're about to jump around as the Tornadoes have the ball deep in Rebel territory. First and goal at the four, and it will be Buckles handling the ball off, and it's going to be close, Heath. I just don't think the bat got in, and that is that is Jordan Harris. No, that's Salty or Salter. Get statistician Scott Dunkel on the, on the catch there is a Salter. Scott through the line, but not far enough to where he was in the end zone. So here comes Alcoa again with another try as we are now under a minute to play in the second quarter. And you've got Derek Foster, Foster, DJ Foster in the backfield. He's going to lead for Buckles as Buckles tries to get it to the end zone. He too will be short as he's tackled at around the two, maybe just inside the three. So it's going to be third down now, Heath, and 40 seconds left. So Alcoa in really no hurry, and I'm sure this is also two-down territory, and they're going to take a timeout here to talk about what they're going to do on this down. Let's uh, let's say here, Heath, let's uh, get your input and uh, tell us what you think Alcoa may try here. Well, Marty, I mean, there would be two things I would be interested to see Alcoa call here. Number one, go into the shotgun formation, fake do a little Tebow jump pass to a tight end like Eli Owens and get them to come. Eli Owens out. Well, another time, put Elijah Cannon to tight end. Uh, Do that. They've they've got the the Hayes kid, too, who is. Yeah. Or um, I would almost be interested in seeing a jet sweep pass. Get the jet sweep in motion, hand it, bring the defense up, pop it right over their head to a tight end coming across across the field. I was thinking about that, too. There's always a fade pattern, which I hate. Auburn, <laughs> Auburn tried that the other night on fourth down. Why do you run a fade pattern on fourth down? I do not get it. Let's see who is in now for the Tornadoes. It is Salter, and I believe, yeah, Salter's going to be, they're going to empty the backfield. Nope, Salter's going to move to the right hip of Buckles, and... In motion now comes Williams, number four, from right to left. And now Salter moves over a couple of steps in the backfield. No, back going the other way. The jet sweep fakes. Buckles tries to keep it. And he's going to be buried, Heath, at the line of scrimmage. This West defensive line is whipping Alcoa right now. Well, and it's position time, Marty. Fourth and two. You've been stopped every play so far on the goal line. You go for it again, or do you bring out your kicker? And I would have brought out my kicker right here. I mean, you know, you're in a hurry. Right now, you've not moved the ball in three downs. Did you try a slant route to Major across the middle? Uh, we're going to find out. Fade. We're going to throw the fade, and it's complete, and a touchdown to Major Harris, who had the big play on the drive to get them into end zone anyways. Or is that Brian? Major Newman. No, you, Major you had Newman. the first name right uh, <laughs> Man, I'm just all over the place tonight. We should have brought you a spark. Yeah, I did, I, I did forget to make my uh, caffeine drink before I uh, – before I left the house, I was in a hurry, rushed, 
didn't get it. Uh, not on not on my best game, but I'm still very, very uh, entertaining. Well, we had the binoculars. We should have put some caffeine in the toolbox in case you needed it. Yeah, we'll we, we, next time. I, I might need to bring some spark, a bag of spark over here. And there's the kick up. Come on, my make it is good. And doing. Yes. And Alcoa with 3.9 seconds left to go in the first half have now gotten on the board at 7-0. Let's take a quick Lee Franks a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. We are back at Bill Wilson Field after the touchdown by Major Newman on a fade. He they completely went against the the advice that I gave them and they scored, <laughs> but it, it took a very athletic play by Major Newman to bring that in. He goes over the defender and just af, out athletes him, and now Alcoa enjoys. A 7-0 lead with 3.9 seconds left. This will surprise me if this is anything but a squib. And uh, there's the squib, and it's fielded by number 40 of the Rebels, and he'll take it upfield. That is Isaac Bolibar. And he will end the half on the return, and Alcoa will take a meager one-touchdown lead into the dressing room. But he, I'm sure they'll be happy to take whatever they could get. Yeah, certainly, Marty. As this has been an all-out dogfight tonight, and uh, I think we were anticipating a little bit more of a, a, a gap between these two teams. I think you've got a West team who's really stepped their game up tonight. I think you've got an Alcoa team who maybe is still feeling a little bit of that tough loss against Maryville. Not quite all here so far tonight. They started to wake up in that second quarter, finished the quarter with a touchdown. But uh, West is here to play, and, and West says, hey, we don't care if you're the first, second, third, fourth, fifth team in the state. We're going to prove to you why we belong with the big boys, and they've done a really good job of that tonight. Heck of a game as Alcoa leads 7-0 to zero at the half. Yeah, and, and West, as we said earlier, they are a uh, they're contender for a state championship in 5A. I really believe that after watching them here in the first half. Not only are, are they really good on both the offensive and defensive fronts, but this team is coached really, really well. Well, and Marty, just think, and they're missing their best player who uh, tore his ACL in the first game of the season, wide receiver Shannon Blair. Uh, really talented young man. I believe he's committed to Michigan State. Um, and so not playing the rest of this season certainly hurts them. But they've made up for it, and they've done a really good job. But, yeah, great coaching, and uh, it's been a good game so far. As uh, Now we're at halftime, and uh, opportunity 
here in a few minutes for uh, Scott and Trevor to maybe get some on the mic and Dan as well. Yeah, I'm going to take a break now and uh, remind you after the break, we will have the Whitlock and Associates halftime report with the Bliss scoreboard update. We'll be back from West High School and Bill Wilson Field after this. Alcor leads going into the half 7 nothing. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Himidor Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
in to the Whitlock and Associates halftime show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And Scott, not quite ready to pack it up, pack it in, as we still got quite a ball game here, as it is Alcoa 7, West 0. I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel on the headset here on the halftime show in a really good battle so far today. Yeah, Heath, it definitely is. Um... Kind of reminds you of an Alcoa Maryville game right there. Both teams playing really good defense. Um, Alcoa able late in the second quarter to be able to get down the field, get that pass down to uh, Major Newman, and then get give him the bonus too of catching the touchdown pass as well. Well, they are playing a team called the Rebels for a second week in a row. Oh, that's right. Another our second uh, game in a row. Not week since we were off last week, but. You get the picture. Uh, but, yeah, really good game so far. You've been, uh, as you are every week, working on the statistical breakdown of this ball game. So I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away. All right, Heath, thank you very much. We're going to look at West here. Eight rushes on uh, with only 11 yards, five of seven in passing, 53 yards for the Rebels. Carson Jesse, five of seven, 53 yards, one sack, no touchdowns. Jesse also... Three attempts, two yards. Keep in mind that was a sack also in there. So took away any any good yardage that he might have had earlier. Trayvon Barfield, two carries, four yards. Braden Latham, two carries, four yards. Six Horde, I believe that's correct. I'm taking it, looking at that. Is two catches, 24 yards. And Caden Latham, one catch, 26 yards, four the Rebels as well. Looking over at Alcoa, 23 rushing attempts, 116 yards, 6 of 10 in passing for 129 yards. Caden Buckle, 6 of 10 again for 129 yards, one sack and one touchdown pass. Again, that was to Major Newman. Buckles has carried the ball eight times for two yards. Eddie Salter, three carries for 10. Kent Elijah Cannon, two carries for 43. Jordan Harris, seven carries for 55. Cannon also has a catch for 22 yards. Major Newman, three catches, 73 yards. Again, a touchdown in that as well. And Jawan Goings, one catch for six yards for Alcoa. Again, very tight score, as you mentioned earlier, Heath. Alcoa leading six to nothing. That came again late in the second quarter. Um, one of the things, the first quarter looked like it took both teams a little while to get used to um, getting back on the field as Alcoa and West both um, ended up walking around the field most of the time in the first quarter with penalty yards. Yeah, penalties really shot the tornadoes in the foot in the first half. A couple promising drives that just kind of stalled out because of those and forced Alcoa to give the football back to West, whether it be a punt or whether it be a turnover from unable to be converting on fourth down. But Scott West has done a really good job too. I mean, this is, while there has been penalties in this game, and we will talk about that quite a bit as we know what this Alcoa team is capable of. Um, I'm not going to forget to talk about really what this interior defensive line is doing for West right now. They are finding a way to disrupt a really talented Alcoa offensive line right. and get in those gaps and not allow Alcoa to do what they do best, and that's run the football. And they're also causing some difficulty and some confusion for quarterback Caden Buckles tonight. They are, and they probably, you know, they've had about two weeks to prepare for this game as well. 
saw a lot of, probably looked at a lot of Maribel Alcoa game film, saw some things that Maribel was doing that was successful against Alcoa. Um, as you mentioned, again, two straight weeks playing uh, the Rebels, whether it be Maribel or West here in Knoxville. Um, one of the things, though, that kind of stood out to me just a little bit, and you, and you have to think about this, too, is West is the number one team in 5A and Alcoa number one team in 3A. So was, and Alcoa played two weeks ago the number one team in 6A. Mm -hmm. So Alcoa's not playing slouches. You know, they are playing quality opponents. And again, the reason that we've talked about year after year is to get them ready for the playoffs. Well, and it's, uh, you know, it was something Caden Buckles talked about earlier this week in a Daily Times article about, you know, people who say Alcoa doesn't play quality teams needs to probably take a deeper look at the schedule. Right. Uh, you know, Alcoa can't necessarily help um, maybe some of the lesser opponents that are in their region, but they do a really good job trying to find, find tough, battle-tested teams outside of that in the non-conference games to keep their team poised, sharp, keep those heightened, those um, senses sharpened, and really help them hone the offensive and defensive side of the football so that they're ready once time 3A football starts. And like you said, it's what helps lead them towards being successful in the playoffs and ultimately winning state championships every single season. Right. Hey, they um, they definitely don't, like you said, play slouches. But again, there's a lot of teams out there too that see Alcoa calling and they don't even want to accept that phone call. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, that's their loss. Yes. As uh, you know, no matter what, whether you get beat or not, Alcoa brings a phenomenal crowd right. to the game, and it probably helps ticket sales, which you may not get every week and when you're not concession. playing Alcoa. There's and a lot of bands as well. Concession revenue too. So. Yeah. So uh, uh, you may not always get the score you want, but you might make a little bit of money in the process. So <laughs> something to think about. Right. But anyways, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Scott Dunkel, Trevor Dunkel are going to talk a little bit about some of the other teams that will be playing tomorrow night. We may have a little bit of Dan the Man, the intern on the headset as well, maybe talking a little bit of football and what he's seen so far with them also. So stay tuned. We've got some things to come. And in the second half, about nine minutes away, and Marty Millsaps and myself will be back for that here very soon. We'll be right back. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, 
gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. Twin City Certified.com. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Whitlock, Whitlock and Associates halftime show as you're listening to Scott Dunkel alongside Trevor Dunkel now as we're going to let you know a little bit about what is whether going on right now or going on tomorrow, he's going to give you a little bit of the Bliss Air scoreboard update, let you know um, what's going on around the region, Trevor. Well, uh, not too much tonight. Honestly, this is the only game uh, really that matters um, in this area tonight. Well, I was going to say, in this area, there's a really good game going out in Middle Tennessee tonight between Lipscomb and um, Oakland as well. So, Oh, yeah, and I'll, I'll give you an update on that here in a moment. Um, but talking about region play, uh, tomorrow uh, looks like we'll have, uh, well, obviously, we'll have some, some of our teams in our region playing. Um, so Union uh, County will travel to Granger tomorrow night. Um, Union coming off a devastating loss last week to Gatlinburg-Pittman where they lost 49-6. to Tough game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, last week as well, since we didn't really get to update you on any games last week, if you guys aren't up to date, Austin East uh, uh, manhandled Northview last week, wow. too, uh, 42-8. to uh, Austin East will be hosting Brainerd tomorrow night. Um, and then also, let's see, Gallenberg-Pittman will be um, hosting Costa Christian. Is that how you pronounce them? They're from Alabama. I didn't really get a okay. chance to do my research on that, but... Uh, didn't uh, didn't realize Gallenberg Pittman got to play any teams outside of the state. Nice. Um, and then some other uh, local teams as well. Well, let me not forget Pigeon Forge. They'll be hosting Scott County. I guess wanting to uh, continue playing feel, Scott. I feel like year. last year. Feel yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the old um, region. <laughs> uh, but then also locally uh, tomorrow night, Heritage will be traveling not too far to play Seymour. Um, Seymour four and one so far this season. Heritage. Uh, still without a win, so we'll most likely see how that uh, will will play yeah, out. Seymour's really turned their season from last year to this year around. So. Oh yeah, definitely. And William Blunt, who actually beat Heritage a couple of weeks ago, will be hosting Sevier County. Sevier County two and three. Will William Blunt's only win this year, uh, Mr. Heritage, and four losses so far. Um, and some others to look out for. You have Loudon, who is six and zero, traveling to Greenback, who is two and two. So. Uh, we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. Farragut traveling to South Doyle. South Doyle 4-1, looking for their fifth uh, win of the season. Um, 
And let's see, uh, also get an update on, uh, apologize, remind me, who did you say was playing in uh, Middle Tennessee tonight? I believe when I understood uh, Oakland and Lipscomb were playing tonight. Oh, yes, yeah, I see that right now. It looks like Lipscomb, Lipscomb Academy, I cannot talk, is uh, leading right now 7-0. to zero. They're still early in the first quarter. Um, and as we always try to do, uh, or at least I try to do for the scoreboard updates on Thursdays, there's not really much to talk about. So let's see if there's any professional sports to really uh, update you on right now. Um, I know uh, the Atlanta Braves are trying to, to make their way into the playoffs. How far away are they uh, from that? They're in first place by three games. I mean, how many games do they need to lock that in? I think their magic number is down to nine. Down to nine. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it looks like tonight was not their night as they lost to the Diamondbacks six to four. Well, they took three out of four, so not bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know uh, Marty might not want to hear this right now, but it looks like the Giants are tied with the Padres in the bottom of the 10th, 6-6. Six to six. Um, The White Sox leading the Indians 2-1 to one right now in the bottom of the 6th. Pirates leading the Phillies 6-1. to one. Um, And it looks like Dodgers beat the Rockies earlier today 7-5. to five. Mariners beat Athletics 6-5 to five earlier today as well. Not too much uh, going on tonight, um, sports-wise, either. We should have, looks like here in about a couple of minutes, the Panthers will be taking on the Texans. We'll give an update about that later, but not too much to give uh, this week, unfortunately. All right. Well, we appreciate that, Trevor. You know, like you said, there's not a whole lot out there to to really let us know, but you gave us what you got. So, <laughs> again, that was the Bliss Air scoreboard as you're listening to the Whitlock & Associates halftime show. Uh, we're going to take just about a couple minutes as the teams are warming up and getting ready for the second half. So, again, this is Scott Dunkel alongside Trevor Dunkel. We'll be back in just a few minutes, and you should be back with Marty Millsaps and Heath Dunkel. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621 and get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. 
Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week, it's Alcoa 7, West nothing coming out of the locker room. And it will be West getting the ball first here in the second half, Heath. And I've been told that we'll see a different Alcoa team here in the second half. Well, that certainly would be something good to see, Marty, as Alcoa shot themselves in the foot through penalties and a fumble in the first half that really hurt them and uh, didn't allow them to do much offensively, but they were finally able to get one in the end zone right before the end of the second quarter and hopefully build upon that. But first, they got to play defense as West gets the ball first. And Griffin McAllister is set to kick for the Tornadoes and back deep are three Rebels and the nearest one on the near hash will take it. He's going to look for a wall to the left and he's not going to get there and he'll be dropped before he gets back to the 20 yard line at around the 18. Well, 
So it'll be first and 10 for the Rebels at the 20, looks like the 20-yard line is where it's going to be spotted at. And um, see if this defense can continue to hold up. Played really strong in the first half and kept giving this offense opportunities. They weren't able to do a lot with it, but were luckily able to get one touchdown on the board before the half. So we'll see how it goes here. And... It's going to be a quick screen out to the near side, and no tornadoes present. And it is number three for the Rebels. That is John Stokes. You know, there's some of these names on this on this roster. It, it, they've got the last name first, I believe. You know, I'm, I'm wondering if the quarterback's name is not Jesse Carson and not Carson Jesse, because there's no way uh, Stokes John. <laughs> is the is uh, who knows uh, <laughs> we've seen weirder <laughs> we have seen weirder and uh do uh, i did like the hamburger there the cheeseburger at halftime very good as in motion goes six and it will be a give like almost off tackle to the left and it's going to be a pickup of about three yards and the rebel offensive line continues to push alcoa off of the football as the next snap will come from the 40, they've got to get out to the 47. So it'll be second down to seven with 11.20 left to go. Alcoa enjoying a seven nothing lead here early in the second half. And it's gonna be a pistol formation, just a quick, another quick screen out to the far side of the field. And good tackling over there, but even better running as the Rebel receiver able to shake a couple of guys loose and get upfield and pick up a first down for West at the 50. Well, and one of the things, and Marty, you see this in college football too, that I don't quite understand is you see the defensive back, soft coverage, about seven yards back, takes a couple back, back steps, sees the screen, only comes up a few and just waits. And uh, would have liked to have seen the defensive back come up towards the football, force the receiver to make the first, uh, to go inside into the teeth of the defense. And I believe, right there, a fumble. Yes, there is. It's loose. I'm not sure who's come up with it. I believe West has maintained possession. They have, but they've lost some yardage on the play, Heath. And, and uh, there's going to be an official timeout for an injured player. It looks like there's a tornado that's uh, laying down on the turf. It's not moving. Well, the good thing is his legs are. Yeah, indeed. He's face down. And uh, they're holding his neck. Let's take a timeout. We're going to go to a, uh, a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back with more of this game and Alcoa leading 7 to nothing right after this. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Not evaluated by the FDA, not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. 
Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. We are back at Bill Wilson Field on the campus of West High School, and we still have Jordan Harris down on the field on the far sideline and they've not moved him they have brought out the stretcher um every single player on the field on both sides is on one knee uh the stands are extremely quiet um i did see him move his legs um and but and, and the most for the most part peggy's not gonna let these kids move unless she knows exactly uh, the extent of the injury, uh, so she's going to be as careful as she can. Uh, but you know, you you you.
don't like seeing this. This is the second year in a row this has happened. Um, you know, Major Newman last year, and now we've got Jordan well, Harris. You got, you got everybody on a knee except the one player who's pacing back and forth is Major Newman, and you can tell he he knows what this feeling is like, and mm -hmm. he's probably praying and hoping that his his brother on the football field, Jordan Harris, is okay. Uh, obviously, his mother knows what this is like, and I'm sure will be a great support to Jordan's family. And we hope that Jordan is able to go to the hospital, get checked out, and be just fine. But uh, right now, they've got his family out on the field. They've got a stretcher out as well. Um, and we certainly put uh, give send our prayers uh, towards him. And uh, hopefully uh, a good report from the hospital as we'll see him hopefully sooner rather than later later this year but just hate to see this marty no matter whether it's our team or not um it doesn't no. matter you never want to see a young man go through something like this and just to scare it's scary for everybody and so definitely uh, tough to watch they do have him loaded on the stretcher now he's surrounded by several folks his mom and dad are both down there uh josh stevens the athletic director is down there peggy bratt has been you know she's held him still she's made sure he's not moved his head uh, the whole time, and you know, I'm just trying to see if I can, I've got my binoculars out. I look like Rommel up here, but um, I'm trying to see if I, I can see any movement or hopefully a thumbs up, and hopefully this is just precautionary. <clears throat> but I, I, I have no idea. Alcoa does lead seven to nothing. Uh, you can probably hear through our microphones. There's there's no sound whatsoever uh, in the stadium, Heath. It's just a dead calm. And um, right now we're just uh, praying for the best. As uh, they're they're they've loaded him on a stretcher and they'll take him off the field now into an ambulance. And he will probably head to UT Medical Center. But they've got him strapped down completely. His arms aren't even free, and they're they're holding his head. Um, like I said, let's let's just hope this young man is all right. He was one of our uh, players of the game, and 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 what a vibrant personality he was in that interview, Heath. It was uh, he's just full of life and just very charismatic. And, uh, and a leader on this football team and someone that is well-respected by his peers. Yeah, absolutely. And just a, a touching feeling, Marty, is you just the sense of family on this football field as Miss Harris starts to run off the field. But before she runs off with the rest of the medical staff, Marty, she, she runs to the defense and she talks to all the boys and she gives Major a hug and tries to just let them know, go out there and finish this strong for Jordan. And, and well, I mean, you uh, see Principal, what, Principal Stone, I believe, sir? Uh, she is, a, she is actually, hug. she's actually the superintendent okay. now. Okay. But, um, but yeah, and, and hopefully by his, um, uh, Jordan's mom coming over talking to the defense, she was telling him, hey, he's okay, let's go out and win this. And what a play. And you can put, Jesse, Carson Jesse in a bag. He's sacked, but they're going to call a penalty, I think, on Alcoa for unsportsmanlike conduct after the sack. The sack goes all the way back to the 34-yard line from the 45, so it's a loss of about 11 on the play. 
And let's see what the call is going to be. It's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct against Alcoa. And um, I spoke to an official during halftime, and I'm not going to say who the official was, but he was a bit, uh, had some skepticism against this officiating crew. So, um, well, and Marty, you got to call a penalty there. I mean, in that moment, these players are hyped up after a big play for their for their guy, and I, I just think that's uncalled for. That that's that right there is where I will get on an official. That that was uncalled for, and it's going to be a pass out to the flats. It's going to be complete at the 40 for West, and he's going to turn up field and get it to about the 36-yard line. That'll move the chains for West and give them a first down. And, and he, that, that right there could end up being a game-changing call uh, from the officials. And I'm going to go on, on – I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying <laughs> – but that, that's one if where you – you can't keep, tell, we're not, we're not pleased. We're not no, pleased. And, and that's one where you keep the cloth in your pocket. Unless he's, you know, shoved him or cursed him out or something like that. And then, you know – well, if they're doing it every play, I get it. But, I mean, such a big moment right after your guy goes out and a big-time hit, it just seemed a little excessive to throw that penalty in right there. West, uh, some sort of a jet sweep action there, too, for them. Nowhere to go on the outside, and the running back cuts it up the middle. middle excuse me. Yeah. Uh, six Horde uh, gets about five yards in the carry. It'll be up second and five. And uh, 9.25 left to go here in the third quarter. 7-0 Alcoa leads. And West, second and five, 31 yards away from the end zone. Yeah, a great job by Horde that time, actually um, weeding his way through traffic. It's going to be a pistol again. It's going to be a quick slant in and out of the hands of the receiver and almost picked off by number three, Major Newman. And he's like thinking, oh, I should have had that going the other way. Regardless, incomplete. It'll be third down now and five, a long five, for the Rebels of West at their own 31-yard line with 9.06 left to go in third. Alcoa up 7-0. And Alcoa still moving around defensively, a broken eye formation, or an offset eye, and now a screen that they've ran so well all night long and they continue to, and he, this one's going to be deep now in Alcoa territory as the receiver stays on his feet. I believe that is number 12. Was that, is that Zion Mattress? Or was that number, I can't, I'll have it, to. It was hard to tell, Marty, honestly. It was number 12. Like, yeah, they got the replay up there on the board. It was 12 Zion. And uh, that was a heck of a play, Heath. We've struggled with that screen pass all night long, and they call it at the opportune time, and you think well, they would have thought that that would have been, a, a, you know, where that would have been a heads-up play there. It doesn't matter what play. What they know right now is Alcoa's mad. Now Alcoa's bringing the house, trying to make a play, and so they take the emotion of Alcoa to their advantage and call a screen play right there. Really nice call. Um, that time, quarterback drops back, though, and misses the receiver in the end zone. So, incomplete, it'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, that was six horde uh, that was wide open. But due to the pressure from the Alcoa front, uh, the ball is thrown wide and incomplete. And with 8.55, it'll now be second down and goal from about the nine-yard line. Yeah, was, yeah, Heath pointing out that there's nobody covering Horde, who was the slot receiver for West. 
They're moving left to right on your listening device. And the give, there's a hole there. He keeps weaving and running. And Heath, if he would have cut in right there, that is Zion Mattress. If he would have cut the ball in right there, he may have scored. He kept trying to weave to the outside and outrun the defense. And he picks up a yard, but now he's third and eight. Big play right here. And let me, let me pick your brain. Do you go for it? Is this two-down territory if you're a Rebel, or do you get points here thinking, because you, you, you're, to beat Alcoy, you're going to have to score twice anyways. You go ahead and get points here, or? I think uh, you get points and trust your defense the way your defense is played. I think so, too. Mattress alone back in the backfield with, and it's, it's a fumble, and it's up in the air, and Heath, it was pulled down by six forward, and and there's going to be another unsportsmanlike conduct. And and if I'm ranking, I, if they call this on us, I'm going to get another one called on me right here because I'm going to chew somebody up. And it, instead of being at instead of being at the 18-yard line, this is going to be an automatic first down, Heath. Instead of being fourth and goal at the 18, this is going to move the ball to first and goal at the three. Or actually, it's going to be half the distance. So it'll go back to the nine, and it will not be third down, but it should be an automatic first down. I didn't see it. I don't, I don't understand the penalty, Marty. It was an unsport. Evidently, somebody said somebody got their feelings hurt. And they're, they're still saying it's fourth down. So it's still, you know, in Alcor's favor here. And now West will like it to have a timeout. And uh, we're going to stay right here. I think we're doing pretty good on our breaks tonight. And with it being a TV game, we'll have plenty of time to get those in the rest of the game, Heath. But uh, a lot of discombobulation, and the officials are just completely uh, – I know you don't want to lose control of this game, but unless it's just blatant – Keep the flag in your pocket. Don't be the difference in a ball game. Yeah, it's, again, I'm, I'm just not, I'm, maybe I'm missing it. And we're not on the field, so we're not hearing the conversations that are going on. But, it, and I understand trying to keep emotions to an extent in check so that you don't start anything on either side of the field. But this didn't look like a brawl. This didn't look like there was no pushing and shoving yeah. or it looked like uh, a team in Alcoa who's letting out some emotion of excitement after making a big play as they're playing right now for their injured brother who was carted off the field a moments ago in Jordan Harris. And so you just hate to see it. Uh, but unfortunately, if you're Coach Rankin and Coach Nix, you're, you're, you're talking to your team right there as they just broke that huddle and you're saying, guys, I get it. We're here for you. Get on the sidelines and celebrate, but just keep, keep keep tight right now. Hold it in and let it out once you get over here because we can't afford another penalty. Pistol formation. It's going to be Carson Rowland picked off. Picked off in the end zone and ran back to the 15. And another flag. This will be a post-possession penalty, though. Uh, I don't know what they called right there. I don't either. I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where, like it was thrown in the middle of the field. I don't know what they saw. Regardless, it'll be Alcoa football and a poorly thrown pass by Jesse Carson. Blocking the back on Alcoa, I guess after the interception. 
So it'll give Alcala O the football. Marty, the first time the offense has had the football here in the second half as a lot of clock was taken off by that first West Rebels drive that ends up going for nothing. And now let's see if this offense can take out some aggression and, and do some things here and move yeah, the football down. And it's going to probably be Eddie Salter in the game now. Normally you would look for Harris in that situ in this situation and getting him the ball, but it's it's going to be probably Salter. I think it's Salter and uh, Foster in the backfield. It right is now. indeed. It's 15 and six, and they flank each side of the quarterback, Buckles, and he's got one receiver to each side as well. And uh, Alcoa still just discombobulated, and you can now see, uh, you know, taking or missing a game last week. It's they're they're, they're just not 100% tonight, Heath. Yeah, some miscommunication between the quarterback and the offensive coordinator, and they're talking about it now. With Sweetland and Buckles over there having a conversation, trying to get on the same page and figure out what caused that confusion. So hopefully they can get in check because Marty, you can't. It's a 7-0 ballgame. It's a one-possession game right now. You can't afford any further mistakes because this West Rebels team was right there. They were almost in the end zone. Luckily, the defense stood tall, but the offense has got to help Alcoa's defense out. They need to put some more points on this board and cushion this lead. I think this right here is where you find out just how tough this run defense is. Uh, they've not let anybody rush for over 100 yards this year. And right now, these big guys on the alcohol front are mad. So let's see. And, and they've got one, two, three, four, five, six. They got seven men in the box. And it's going to be a jet sweep. And this is DeSalter. He's got it outside the 20, still moving his feet. Dropped and down. Well, yeah, the fit one official does make a great call there. He, he calls him down. And he was. It's a good call that time by the official. And Salter gets the ball out to the 24-yard line. Heath and picks up a Dwight Price Realty Executives first down. Yeah, nice run by Eddie Salter, who's going to be needed more than ever now with one less running back in the backfield. You're going to see a lot of him and Foster. You'll probably see some Cannon a little bit more, too. Um, right now, though, the lone running back in the backfield with Buckles is Salter. And it will be Buckles and a shotgun. They're going to fake the sweep this time to Salter, and it's going to be Buckles taking it up the middle. He's hit hard by the safety that's number five. That is Brock Hatcher, and then he moves Hatcher backwards and picks up yardage out to the 36 and moves the chains once again for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and uh, Alcoa is starting to push the Rebels off the football just a little bit. 648, 7-0 Alcoa. We're in the third quarter. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week. Shotgun and it is Cannon in now at running back with two receivers each side. Alcoa moving right to left and Cannon with a big hole. Cannon got yardage, has yardage, and it is just slipped up or shoestring tackled down, but he'll pick up another first down. He so Alcoa picking up yardage in chunks. Well, and this is where some depth can come into play for Alcoa as they've got a lot of different weapons in the backfield they can go to, keep their players fresh in the backfield, and let this big offensive line maybe start to wear down this defense that has done a really good job getting pressure so far, but 
Who's going to outlast two? Shotgun, two backs. It'll be a fake to Salter, and it's going to be Buckles. He's going to slip out of a sack, and he's going to look downfield. He's going to throw late and out of bounds, and uh, that one's going to be incomplete, but they'll live to play another down, Heath, and a great job that time by the senior quarterback to get out of pressure and throw the ball downfield yeah, and get, not have to put up or take the loss there. Yeah, good job avoiding that pressure, getting outside the tackle box, I think he, and then uh, throwing that football away. And It was close to the sideline. Are they going to spot him there, Marty? Uh, actually, no. They're going to call it intentional grounding, I believe. Wow. I thought there was a guy in the area. Just it was paper. intentional grounding. I thought there was, too, but I, I can't tell. And if they think he's get, getting rid of the ball, though, to avoid uh, yard loss, uh, I, and they're going to mark it from the spot of the foul, and it's going to be 10 yards, this is a huge penalty. And uh, I think, though, if, if, the, if the official, it's his judgment that the, the guy's getting rid of a ball to avoid a loss, then they can call that. I was wondering if that, if that wasn't just a five-yard penalty instead of a 10. And uh, the officials, these officials are really just, I'm, I'm not arguing the call there, but they really don't know what's going on. They mark off too many yards and they move it back. 5.50 left to go in the third quarter. I'll go up 6 nothing, and it's going to be just basically a sweep left. And it's Salter, and he's going to slip out past the 45, out to the 46, and they're going to call another penalty here, Heath. Salter picked up good yardage on the play, back and past the original line of scrimmage, and they're going to get Alcoa for another hold. Man. Yeah. It's and not been Alcoa's night. No, it's not been Alcoa's night, but I'll, I'll give you this. As much as they've called up this on Alcoa, they can call the same thing on West because you can literally call a hold every play. I didn't see anything blatant there, uh, but then again, my vision's not the best either. <laughs> but th this officiating crew. That's why we um, got to those binoculars. I know, right? I, I, Did you see anything? No, I didn't. But, you know, if I'm Alcoa here, I almost wonder if I go to go deep to Brian or uh, Major Newman. Yeah, I, I tell Newman to just rail it. He does. Uh -huh. Picked off. Picked off by number two, Jacquez Wren. And he's got some room and will go down at the 25-yard line. And if I'm not mistaken, who was that on the tackles? That was big number 77, Hodge. And he took out some frustration. But, but Heath West, an excellent posi position to, you know, get some points on the board. So a little tit for tat and yeah, one turnover, you know. He went he went downfield like we talked about, but Marty. Uh, just not a good read. Well, you, yeah, you threw it to a guy. He was double covered, um, threw it a little high, and he, he was trying to put it up to where only Bryant could get it. Uh, but what ended up happening over Bryant's hands and right behind him was uh, the defensive back ready to make a play. As this time they look down the field, the quarterback turns, he throws it across picked. the middle and oh. almost picked off. Incomplete. And, uh, receiver tried to make a play on it right behind him and incomplete, but it was almost the second interception on the second drive in a row by Jamal Williams. Yeah, and the intended receiver was number nine. And they're starting to play a lot of kids now. That is uh, 
Cooper Shemlock. He's a 5'9", 160-pound senior, and it's going to be second down and 10 now for West as they work from a pistol with a wing to the right, a slot to the left, and another receiver flanked wide right, and they moved. And they, you could not not call that. And it looked like the official reluctantly threw his flag. That was just a given. That was, yeah, there's no way that everybody in West Knoxville saw that kid move. That'll cost them five yards, and it'll be first, uh, second down and 15 now. 5'11", and this drive right here is going to be really important for West, and not only that, but very important for the, their mentality for the rest of the game. Yeah, can Alcoa get this football back, continue to wear them down? Can Alcoa prevent penalties and get down the field and get another score? It's still a one-possession game, folks. For those of you joining us in maybe a little bit later in this broadcast, 5-11 left to go in the third quarter. It's Alcoa 7, West 0. Second and 15 now for the Rebels. Shotgun. He's going to look deep. Now he's going to go underneath. He's got a receiver open and immediately tackled out of bounds at the 18, 17, 18-yard line. So it's a good pickup on on second down so it'll be third down and about two at the 17 yard line they've got to get to the 15 so another big play defensively now for the tornadoes as there's 506 left and now it's west to the line of scrimmage another big play third and two big time pistol formation lone setback directly behind the receiver they fake they do an Alcoa play they run a cross buck he's going to pick up the yardage inside the 15 to the 14 for a first down that'll move the chains for West and give them four more downs as they march deeper into Alcoa territory now under five minutes to play in the third West turns and gets a call from the sidelines as quarterback Carson Jesse, the 6'1 junior, brings his team back to the line of scrimmage. Looks like a little bit of a, a pistol-like formation with a running back right behind him and him kind of only about three yards back. And we'll see what they call right here. Wing to the right, slot to the left, two wide outs, and you can – that right there has got to be grounding. There wasn't a receiver anywhere close. Coach Nix is asking for it. Coach Rankin, and they're going to let the kid get away with that. Yeah, now they throw, throw it. it. They have to. You had to throw that. And I hate to sound like a homer right here, but if you're going to call the one out on call, you've got to call that one. Yeah, agreed. Well, and the thing is, whether there was a receiver close or not, he threw it so mm -hmm. far above his head, you knew he wasn't throwing towards him. That was another adjustment call right there. And they got it right. I'll give them credit right there. They got it right. And that didn't seem to be a – don't you um, – yeah, now they're going to mark it on off, I guess. Don't you uh, – but second and 15 now. Yeah, I was going to say you call it from the spot of the foul. And then you mark five more yards off. I'm not sure if you lose a, a loss of down or not. Uh, but apparently maybe you do. Man, they're, they've got a long way to go now. They've got to go to the two-yard line for a first down, and they're at the 29. And, and Alcoa's bringing the house. They got it. They tried to set up the screen, but Alcoa was there. 
They were home on that one. Coach Nix knew it was coming, had the right defense. He was jumping up and down before the play. That's incomplete. Now it's going to be third down and 27, Heath. And uh, I don't know what you got in your playbook for this unless you just try to get the ball, you run it, and you try to get the ball in the middle of the field and try for a field goal. I don't know how good her kicker is. I don't either. It's it's uh, it's it's over here in West Knoxville where soccer is a thing, and and it's a thing in Maryville too. <laughs> but uh, normally there's pretty good kickers out here. Pistol formation and a low snap picked up by the quarterback. They're going to throw to the end zone on a fade, and the ball just way overthrown, out of bounds and incomplete, and it's fourth down now and 27. And, it, you know, he thought, what do you call here? Do you just run the same thing and hope and pray that you get a uh, pass interference call? I almost wonder if they try to go back to the screen. Yeah, and you know, if you're thinking that, you know that Coach Nix has got to be thinking that. Yeah, just because they're going to think that line's going to try to get that heavy pressure again. Defensive backs are all going to be pedaling backwards to prevent that deep throw. So we'll see what happens here. Um, and here it is. And Alcoy's going to bring the ends. They're going to bring the house. Put him in a bag. He is sacked back at the 35-yard line. And that's going to be over on downs. And that's going to be Alcoy football. And you now have a very fired up tornado football team. Yeah, nice job that time by Michael Bubba Williams getting in the backfield, grabbing him by the feet and bringing him down. They've been trying to arm tackling tonight, and he's done a good job evading some of that pressure. Michael said not today. And gets his feet, brings him to the turf, and gives the Tornadoes the football back. Shotgun, give Salter up the middle, out to the 40, pickup of about five on the play. Nice run there by Alcoa, and I look for them to try to keep doing this. We'll see what they draw up offensively, but I think they would like to keep the clock rolling here and just eat up time. That is Salter in the game, and you've got Bryant Salter now flanked out to the left. Your lone setback, I believe, is, is that DJ Foster? Oh, and I think, Barry, that there may have been some blood on one of the backs of the legs of an offensive lineman. So the ref stopped the game to have him come to the sidelines and have him replaced for a moment while he gets that cleaned up. Looks like uh, Tyler Jeffries may have just needed to clean something up, so they told him to come over, and Peggy's taking a look, and here we go again. She'll be right on it. She's been busy tonight, and the give will be up the middle. That's going to be D.J. Foster, and he's met at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to go backwards, Heath. He's going to lose a couple yards on second down to set up third down and seven. And this, this West defense is really good, Heath. This is a very well-coached football team. Yeah, really nice play that time coming up and sniffing out that run to Foster. And now it's going to bring up third and six. And, Marty, do you try to get another running play, maybe bounce it to the outside? It's been difficult on this defense tonight. Or do you put the ball in the hands of Caden Buckles and see if he can get a first down? It's been tough I, on I, I might run it with Buckles. Now. No, he's going to throw. He takes a two-step drop. The quarterback draw. He makes a move there at the 40. Go. He's open. He's out to midfield where he will go down, and it goes down awkwardly. 
as he's tackled by the side, and it'll be a first down at the 48, his own 48. Actually, they're going to place the ball at the 49. So Buckles there takes a two-step drop and then just takes off, makes one move at the 40, and picks up the first down for the Tornadoes. Well, and really good play because uh, Buckles has gotten so much pressure on him all night tonight, so they let the pressure come all around him leave the middle of the field wide open and Buckle takes advantage of it. He does. Very good play call that time by Sweetland, the Alcoa offensive coordinator. It's going to be just a jet sweep, actually just a sweep to the left, and it's Salter taking it upfield, and he's into Rebel territory and down to their 45-yard line. So it'll be second down and about, we'll say a long four on the next snap. And about a minute and 45 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Alcoa leading seven to nothing. Elijah Cannon into the game now, running back. It's going to be Dugan flanked wide to the right, and it will be Bryant as it's going to be a give to Cannon. He's going to take it forward. He's going to get down to about the 43, and he's going to be just a tad shy of a first down. It's going to be third down and a and a and third down and two. And there'll be less than a minute when Alcoa snaps the ball here in the third quarter left. And what a good football game. We've done two great football games back-to-back. Hopefully this week against the Rebel team will walk out a winner. Absolutely. And it is Buckles. It's got Cannon, the lone setback with him. Bryant, the receiver to left with two receivers right. And it's going to be Buckles just blasting straight ahead inside the 40 down to the 38. And is that going to be Hodge? Uh, no, it's going to be on the defense. The defensive guy didn't like the way that uh, number 77, Max Hodge, was was uh, bullying him around, and the defensive player punched him in the face. Well, kind and, of smacked him in the helmet. but And that that could be ejection. Yeah, it was uh, Quan Nelson of West. And uh, I, I, I agree, Marty. I think there's a good chance he gets ejected. Yeah, that's not just running your mouth. That's taking a swing at somebody. The ball is at the 38. That is a first down for the Tornadoes at that spot in the field of Dwight Price Realty Executives first down. We're at 58.3 seconds, and we'll see what they call. Personal foul against Alcoa. They're going to call personal foul on both. Now, they offset. Now, the question is, it is a first down. They're going to call it a dead ball, so if nothing else, you get it. You get you get the dead ball foul. So you do get the first down right there, and it'll be Alcoa first down at the 38-yard line. Wow. I'm uh, I'm a little perplexed by that, but um, wouldn't be the first time tonight. But a first down for the Tornadoes, and under a minute left to go here in the third quarter. And it is Buckles back. He's going to look. He's got a player open. We've That's got a major. Flag. And it's a touchdown. No, he drops the ball. But we've also got a flag in the backfield. And I guarantee you that's a hold. They can call that any time they want. And we're up here in the corner of the bleachers. And I had uh, Eli Owen's mom said, did they put Babe in the corner up there? <laughs> so they can't put me in the corner. But they did. Or they have. And, yeah, that's going to be a holding penalty, oh. and that's going to be a spot foul, and that's going to take the ball. And they throw another flag. 
And evidently, it was against, well, they've called it again. He may be gone. That's Lance Williams. No, it's not. That's uh, Birchfield. No, that is Birchfield. It's 72. And uh, the the officials have made themselves too present in this game. I, you know, I don't like it. I don't like, you know, I, this has been one of the worst officiated games I've seen. I, we are blessed in Blount County to have the officiating crew. Steve Hodson and, and his group, they do an outstanding job. They let the kids play, but they keep the game uh, in control. These officials, they, these guys are just not very good. And that's a huge penalty. That's going to be, you know, some 40 yards and penalties there after the, the spot and the hold. And Buckles is going to run it ahead there out of the shotgun. He's going to get up to the 35. That'll make it second down in 10, 20, 30, 37 yards. And that's going to be the last play of the third quarter. They're going to switch ends here. And we're going to take a 60-second timeout. And we'll be back with fourth quarter action on the Twin City Certified in Maryville, the game of the week. Back after this. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. We are back at Bill Wilson Field here on the campus of West High School, where Heath, we're in the middle of a thriller, but one that even we've kind of lost our composure somewhat as broadcasters. I mean, so can you imagine being a, a coach or a player in this situation? No, certainly not, Marty. I mean, just a tough ball game. I mean, so many different things going on tonight for the players and the coaches. I mean, you're coming off a tough loss two weeks ago. You've got that taste in your mouth. You come in tonight, really tough battle with a really good, well-coached West team. Then after really still struggling, um, which has got to cause some frustration for you offensively and defensively as a coach and as a player, having just trouble getting things going, penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty, then a fumble. Then one of your top players goes out with an injury. That just That's tough on the emotions. And then trying to finish this game out and figure it out and, 
uh, just the highs and lows. I think all game, the emotions have just been on a constant roller coaster for the fans, for the players, for the coaches, for the broadcasters. And so it's been a tough game, but we've got one quarter left to play, folks. So who is going to outlast who? Who wants it more? It's gut check time as the Alcoa Tornadoes lead the Rebels of West High School 7-0. to zero. And, and an interesting stat by our social media guy and, and, and also Trevor and Scott Dunkel, Alcoa had 79 yards of penalties in the third quarter. West had five. Wow. 12 minutes left to go in this contest. Alcoa leads seven to nothing. It is second down, and they're going to call something else. going to be a false start, so Alcoa is going to take a quick lead in penalty yards in the fourth quarter as well. But 75 to 5, or 79 to 5, that is uh, uh, unreal. Yeah, well, to say it, the least. I mean, I could I could maybe see that stat at full game, but in one quarter, 79 to 5 seems a little lopsided. That's 16 to 1. That's nice. 12 minutes still. Alcoa leads in the fourth quarter. Five penalty yards to none against West. And it's going to be Buckles rolling to his right. He's going to heave a throw and good coverage and almost picked off. The intended receiver was Newman. And it'll be third down now and forever. And the, the student sections... Small tonight for Alcoa, very small. I, you know, I expected more kids, but they do have school tomorrow. Yeah. So, and I, I don't like football on Thursday night. I do not like, unless, you know, there's there's something special about it. I, I just don't like, you know, it takes the students out of it. Uh, the student section across the field's not huge tonight either. As the give is going to be a delay, and it's going to be to... It looks like Salter. Nothing and, doing. And nothing doing, as you said, Heath. And that's going to be another loss. And that's going to set up fourth down and about 40. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing in the playbook for that. Unless you just want to call a Big Ben. And you got Billy White Shoes Johnson to <laughs> send deep. Are you familiar with who Billy White Shoes Johnson is? I know the name. I'm not as familiar with actually would all he did. You need to, you need, he played for the Falcons. You need to see uh, the original Big Ben that he caught. He also had a, a heck of a touchdown dance. And the way, the ball's away, and it may have gotten a little piece of it, did the tornadoes, and it's, wow, it's caught on one bounce by number two. That's Jaquez or Ren, or Jaquarius Wren, a junior. And he's going to go out of bounds at the 39-yard line, and no flags. Well, a big-time hit that time from number 77, Max Hodge, as Jaquarius tried to get uh, let the ball. He moved out of the way of it, and then Salt was taking a bigger Alcoa bounce than he would have liked, and so he picked up, decided to run with it, uh, missed one defender, missed another, and then got held up and just stood in place while Max Hodge came over and delivered the final blow and brought him to the ground. And so now the West will take over on offense. It's a one-possession score right now. So it's back in the hands 
of this Alcoa defense. 11 minutes left, 10.59 to be precise. It's 7-0 Alcoa on the road here at West High School. And Marty, we've got a flag on the field. I'm waiting to see what they're calling. All right, they're going to mark this off as a delay of game. I, I don't know how or why. Huh. Um, that's just odd. Uh, I mean, well, I'll take it. Uh, so now we're even. Oh, he called a fair catch and then ran the ball after after he caught the, the bounce. So, yeah, we'll take it. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say even, but we'll take the five yards. I was talking about for the fourth quarter. And <laughs> the screen, it's a quick screen out to the left, and it is Wren taking it upfield. And he picks up good yardage out to about the 43-yard line. So he's about a he's going to be marked out at the 44. He's a yard shy of a first down, and 10:47 left to go. Um, West basically he just one big play out of this game, and a and a PAT. They've got the ball on the near hash, second and one. 10:47 remaining, and it's going to be they're going to fake the jet sweep, and there's another flag. False start against West. So that hurts. I mean, that takes you out of a, an easy first down. Now it takes you to a, uh, you know, a second and six. So I didn't see the movement there. Uh, I'd say there were there are two people in, in, in motion at the snap yeah. for West. Um, I, 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 I didn't pick up on it. Well, and you have to be frustrated if you're Coach Brown, um, your team, several opportunities to tie this ball game, and they've made some mistakes too later on that have really cost them. They have indeed. It's going to be a pistol and a quick pitch. It's going to be a throw, and he's got him covered, and that ball is going to be incomplete. Alcoa not fooled on the halfback pass. And they actually set it up really good, and I thought it was a run, and I'll, he just stopped and heaved it. Pretty good arm. Well, and I'd like to give some credit here for those of you at home who, who didn't see this play happen, but Jamal Williams there, who's, who's done just an excellent job defensively all night tonight, had a big interception earlier. He was a step or two behind at first, and then he recognized – that deep ball and he caught up using his speed and able to break that uh, from the receiver getting to that football and slow him down just enough to not make that catch. So really good job defensively by that young man and Marty an even better throw here by the quarterback. Yeah, that one was perfect. They basically, what a hurdle there, Najee Harris style. And he's gonna get inside the 10 yard line down to the Alcoa eight. They basically just sprinted him in motion out of the backfield and he runs a small wheel pattern and the quarterback gets rid of it quickly and no tornado there on that side of the field and they're knocking on the door now with 10 minutes left to go while he hurdled him marty jamal williams diving and forcing him to go up instead of continuing with that momentum, slowed him down enough to allow a second defender to get to him and bring him down. And 
prevent that from And a delay of game or a timeout. I don't know which. Timeout. They just did get the timeout before the play clock commenced. And that will save them five yards. And they will have the ball first and goal at the seven when we come back. But we're going to take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right here on WKVL. Radio.com. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. We are back, and it is West knocking on the door at the six-yard line with nine and a half minutes to go, and they're going to try to go up the middle, and they're going to get down to about the five and it's going to be brought to a screeching halt at that point, and it'll be second down and goal as it has gotten colder. And it's them back west to the line of scrimmage. <clears throat> They've got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Latham in at halfback. And number two, Wren, wide left. Now they bring another receiver from the right to the left. And it's going to be a throw, and it's going to be complete. For he a dropped it. He dropped it. Wow. Wow. He had that and a great defensive play there, Heath. Number five. Colby Bledsoe. Colby Bledsoe. And that young man continues to impress defensively, especially in, in skill situations. Yeah, Bledsoe's been a really good playmaker on the defensive side of the ball tonight. Um, him and Jamal Williams have both done a really excellent job in the secondary. Two senior veterans making plays for this Alcoa defense. Can they do it again here? You know it's four down territory as they've got to they've got to tie this game to your West. So third and five now. And it's going to be the quarterback, and they run the same play that, and nobody was over there. Yeah. How do you how do you do that, Heath? I mean. That's the play that they went and got the big gainer on, and they run it again where they, they motion him out of the backfield and then to throw it to him, and there's there's nobody in the same zip code. you got to know your assignment. And, and, yes. And no one was guarding the running back. Yes, and it, it, a big play right there and a big score by the Rebels. And it will be... Snap, the set, the kick, good, and it's tie ball game. And was that number 18 that kicked it? I didn't see who kicked it, but but with that score, tie ball game, 9.06 left to go here in the fourth quarter. And 16. We talked about it a minute ago when we started the fourth. One possession game, gut check time. Who wants it more? Right there, West does what they need to do to knock this game up at seven. But now you give the ball back to Alcoa with 9.06 left to go in this ballgame. Marty, a lot of penalties from this offense and defense 
in the third quarter. Can yeah. the offense cut out the holds? Can they can they play smart, disciplined football and move this football down the field and get back on top? <sighs> and we're getting ready for a kick. This is a uh, not set at all that long because we've not had many, but uh, uh, a Carico construction kickoff. I don't normally do it for the visiting teams. I'm going to try to get some extra ones in. Uh, thank you for staying with us. 9.06 left to go. We're tied at 7 after West just got it into the end zone for a score. And Alcoy to get the football. And, and, and Heath, it's got to get into your psyche somewhat when you keep getting called for infractions every single play. You know, well, obviously it did. You, you saw one of the offensive linemen who was just had enough of it and fussed at the ref, and he got another penalty thrown on him for, for fussing at the ref, and he came over to the sidelines and told told the coaches, I'm done, I'm tired of this, and he came over to the, the sidelines for a minute, and he needed a minute to cool off, but there's a tension is high right now um, from from the fans in the stands who we're all around right now as we are broadcasting from, this, from uh, the bleachers. Um, on the visitor sideline, so you can hear it up close and personal tonight. But the coaches, the players, everyone's frustrated. This has just been a, a, a slugfest and one that I don't think many people were expecting. And so, you know, you give credit to West, the number one team in 5A football right now in Tennessee. They're proving that for, and showing why they are number one. But um, some costly penalties and some, some other unfortunate events um, have made this game closer than it needed to be and so see if Alcoa does something about it here and without Jordan Harris Smarty you look to see who's back there to receive and you've got Jamal Williams it looks like they now put Isaiah Bryant in the middle and I believe that is Dugan over to the far right you are correct you've got those three right and they did move Bryant to the center and now it will be Seeb Tyson Sieb to kick off. He's a 5'9 junior for the Rebels. And the kick is away. High end over end. Good kick. And it's going to be short and fielded at the 5 by Bryant. And he's going to take it upfield. He's got a room. He's got room. He's down the side. I'm down a flag. You've got a flag. How did I know that was coming? I looked. As soon as he broke free, I looked to see if there were going to be flags. And indeed, there were. I mean, this is just, when something happens, I've gotten so gun-shy or <laughs> shell-shocked that I always look for a flag every time Alcoa breaks one out. And that was a good return, and it's going to be for naught as there were flags all over the place. Goodness, yeah, hold, uh, hold on the return team. And so that will move them in the wrong direction. But Marty, it will be first and ten. And you saw Big Lance Williams and Bubba Jeffries over there high-fiving their guys and saying, hey, let's go to work. And you hope that your big boys up front can create some room to run and Alcoa can run some clock and take this lead back. And Buckles in the back, or in the shotgun, in the backfield, he's joined by, I think that's a big, is that the big freshman? And it's thrown out to Bryant. He's going to take the ball, get upfield. He's going to be very close to a first down as he gets out past the 25 to about the 26-yard line. Uh, actually, they're going to call his uh, progress down at the 24. So tell me about second down and three. And I think that is a freshman in there, uh, Heath. 
No, to answer your question, number, it's six, number six, it is Salter. Eddie Salter in the backfield with Buckles. And the, the big freshman is his brother, though. That is true. Now they do have DJ Foster and Salter in the backfield now with Buckles. Indeed, they do, and they're going to give it to Salter. He's going to try to find his blockers. Does, makes a move upfield. He's about to break away. Finally ran down, but not before he's at the 50 yard line. No flags. Are we sure? I don't know. I don't see <laughs> any right now. Alan. Alcoa is walking back. There is a flag. Yeah, Eddie Salter was on the carry, and there was a flag, Heath. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's why I asked. I asked if we were sure. That This is just unprecedented. I've never – every time there's a play that's broken or not, or not broken, but every time I see an Alcoa player break free, I look back to see if there's a flag. These officials are just unreal. I know we're not supposed to complain about them, but these aren't Blount County officials. And Blount County officials do a good job. Well, it's, it's just taking out the flow of the game. That's terrible. The refs have become the biggest part of the game. Yeah. It's ter Nobody come to see you throw flags, guys. Let's go, Brennan. And it is Brennan. He's got the ball. He's taking it upfield, and and Dugan takes it out to the 25. So he's just, you know, he'll be a couple of yards short of a first down. It'll be third down and two. We'll see Alcoa, what Alcoa draws up right here. And it is shotgun for Buckles. He's got Salter with him. He's going to follow Salter just right up the middle, and he'll take it out to the 29, and he'll get a first down for the Tornadoes. And it's 7-10 now. The clock stopped with the first down, and there's also an injured player on the field. I'm not sure who it is, but Peggy Brad out there really quick. Uh, nice sportsmanship by... West Rebel, who was checking on him as well. No, it's a West Rebel that's hurt. Yeah, it's a West Rebel on the field right now. 7-10 left to go here in the fourth quarter. 7-7, seven seven. Alcoa and West and the Tornadoes with the football. Yeah, there's a, an Alcoa fan over here that's screaming. Don't do that while there's a kid laying on the field. Well, they are luckily going to get that young man up, and uh, he gets up pretty quickly as that was number 35, Noah Geiger, and uh, happy to see that he is okay. So he makes his way to the sidelines, and both teams make their way back out onto the field. Indeed. And the Tornadoes have the ball first and 10 at their own 29-yard line. And Alcoa to the line of scrimmage. Seven minutes and five seconds remain in this contest. We're tied at seven. And as I said, Alcoa ball buckles in a shotgun, turns, gives the ball to Salter, who breaks the tackle, gets out past the 30, out to the 34-yard line. No, that is actually D.J. Foster on the carry, and a, a nice move and, and run right there. And he's another big body. They can, they can, you know, send at you, Heath. 
and and and, and Heath right now, you know. Jordan Harris not in the game, and he's your big play guy. That's that's something else Uckle was missing right here, too. As Salter motions out of the backfield, and they're... Give it do, to Cannon. They give it to Cannon, and not a lot doing for him. He gets it out and down to about the 35. It's going to be third, and he picked up a decent amount of yards. He's actually got out to the 37, so they've got to go almost to the 40. It's going to be about third and a, well, third and two, six minutes remain. Clock not yet a factor. And Alcoa now buckles. Empty backfield. Two receivers in the wing, and motion goes Salter. They're going to give it to him on an end around. Or jet sweep. He's got it. He's got it at the 50. No flags. It'll be a first down for Alcoa at midfield. A DeWatt Price of Realty Executives first down. 5.35 and counting. Good run that time from Saltra, keeping the feet churning it. And a really good, that, that was a replay right there. Yeah, buddy. it was. And it was really nicely done by Buckles. Buckles waited till the very last minute to let go of that one and let him take it. And the defense was watching as Buckles kind of faked that quarterback sneak. Um, and, and gave it off to Salter, and Salter had enough room because of holding it as long as he did to get to the outside, cut it back in, and get a first down. And quickly screened out to Major Newman, and Major turns it upfield, gets out to about the 40-yard line, and that looks like that'll be enough to move the chains as well. It will. Alcoa on the move. And, and continuing to run. 4.55 and counting, and I'm sure Alcoa would love to score with less than a minute left to go. But you, you you think they'll be ready for that screen pass this time, the, the, the wheel pattern screen pass? <laughs> I sure hope so. And it is a cross buck give to Cannon, and Cannon's going to move the pile forward and down to about the 37-yard line, and it'll be a pickup of about three on first down with 425 now and counting. Salter and Cannon, the backs in the backfield now with Buckles as Alcoa huddles on second down. Newman lines up near side as a wide. There's two receivers to the far side and Buckles is just going to keep it. He's going to turn up field. He gets a block. He spins and what strength that time by the Alcoa quarterback as he gets out to the 30 and it looks to be another First down for Alcoa. That'll move the chains, and it is indeed a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week, 340 left to go. Well, and the Seven defensive, all. defensive linebacker, Marty, spun him around and then threw him forward. <laughs> yeah, we'll, him a few more. We'll take it. And it's Buckles again, and there's going to be – Flags, and this is going to be against Alcoa, I'm assuming. Yeah, and you can, uh, heck, even Buckles is getting frustrated with this one tonight, and he's usually pretty cool, calm, and collected on the field, but... Uh, <laughs> Marty, it's it's been a it's been a tough one to overcome. A lot of penalties on the field, uh, whether you agree with them or not, and you obviously know how we feel. But they've shot Alcoa in the foot several different times 
So now first and 15 with 3.30 left to go in this game. Shotgun, two receivers, one each side, and a give will go to Elijah Cannon, and he's stonewalled at the line of scrimmage and dropped, and he'll get no gain. It'll be second down and 15 with 3.16, 14, 13, 12 left to go here in the contest as Buckles gets the call in. And does Alcoa have some sort of trickeration they could run here, Heath? They, they need to go back to the passing game. Uh, right now, Marty, you're, you're second and deep, and West knows what you're doing at this point, and now they've made it harder for you. So they're bringing the house. They're forcing you to throw the football. They've got eight men in the box. I think you got to. Got to get it down the field. And another good read by Buckles. He's the 30, 25, runs out of bounds at the 20-yard line, and that'll move the chains. That'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and it moves the ball inside the common sense pest control red zone. Heck of a job by that senior quarterback as he drops back, sees nothing, and he's got a wide-open lane, and he takes it. No one on the right side of the field, and Buckles finds the sticks and finds himself with a first down as we're now under three minutes left to go in this one. 2.43 to be exact in the fourth quarter. Seven all, and Alcoa 20 yards away from the end zone. And it's Buckles in a shotgun with Salter, the lone setback, two receivers far side, and he's going to take the ball again. He's just going to turn it upfield, and he's going to run it right down their throats down to about the 17-yard line. That young man is tough, Heath. Well, he proved it two weeks ago, Marty. And uh, the game may have not have finished the way you wanted it to, but you gained a lot of respect um, for Caden Buckles in that game. He went into win mode. Yeah, he certainly did, and he's uh, right back at it tonight. 2.17 remain in this contest. We're tied at seven. Alcoa on the move as they're in the Common Sense Pest Control red zone at the 17, second and seven. And it's going to give the Salter, and there's another flag. You've got to be kidding me. And this will go against Alcoa from where the, yeah, it was. It's going to be a hold. And I, uh, <laughs> Oh, man. 2.03 remaining in this ball game, and it's going to move the ball back. Not only that, Heath, but what, what's important about that is that, I mean, if they do have to settle for a field goal, you're looking at a 47-yarder right now. Your question right now is how far can Bacon Louderback kick? Your young sophomore kicker, what kind of leg does he have on him? He's been over here the whole time on the sidelines as they've been driving, kind of warming up that leg, getting himself ready in case he's called upon. And he's had a good season so far. As Alcoa just tries to get some yards here and a good one here to Major Newman as he spins around a defender and probably picks up about five or six. And he's inside the 25 down to about the 24-yard line. So he picks up, and he picks up five heats. So now you've got third down and about 15. Uh, the thing you don't want here is another penalty. Yeah, for sure. Now, Marty, you talk about trickeration. It's the, you may not have Harris, but you've got some other speedsters on this field. Do you try the hook and ladder here? Now, let's see if, uh, will they be ready for it? They, you know they've seen it on film. Shotgun, two receivers far, one near. Fake, and it's going to be Buckles under in pressure. And he's going to throw it, and there was a receiver in the vicinity. On that, so. No, there was a receiver definitely in the vicinity right there. I mean, he was under duress. Now do you kick the, there's one minute and one second left. Do you go for it on fourth and 15, or do you kick it? 
I think this is too deep for your kicker. 42 yarder. That's a that's a that's a long one, and they're sending uh, Isaiah Bryant out with the play. So I think Alcor is going to go for it. Major Newman is he coming off? I don't have that young man off the field. Uh, they do. Bryant in. Williams. Salter's going to motion out of the backfield, and it's going to leave Cannon back there with. And there's going to be plenty of. Oh, he's going to say sewn it too deep. There is interference. He, he got, got it. it. He, he got, got it. it. He got it. Oh. He got it. I think he was His in. His foot was in. No. Someone bring out their camera. There was plenty over there. And go show it to the referee because I am almost certain, Marty, he caught it in the end zone. Yeah, it looked to me, like I said, I don't have the best vision in the world, but it looked like he caught it and brought it in. If nothing else, though, I thought it was pass interference. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there was a few things you could have called there, but the last thing you could have called or should have called was an incomplete pass. And, man, uh, now, now you rely on your defense, Marty. You got 53 seconds left. You're tied at seven. You got to play a little bit of prevent and keep them from getting in the end zone and, and see if you can force overtime. I keep an eye on that number 14. That's Latham, Braden Latham. And if he goes in motion out of the backfield, somebody's got to go with it. Right. And it's just going to be a crossbuck. They're going to keep the ball on the ground right here, and they're going to pick up about two yards. They're going to milk this, Heath. They're going to try to take it to overtime. If I'm Alcoa, you know, do you take your timeouts? I mean, you got two. Yeah, they can get it down here to there's about 14 seconds differential. So it looks like West is going to play for overtime. And Screen. Yep, and it was red that time. Uh, the guy still, Latham still slips out, turns it upfield, and is out to about the 45. You know, there's no, they've got one timeout, and they will stop the clock for the chains, and it's 18.6 seconds left. Well, and something else you got to be telling your defensive lineman, Marty, because they've been getting close to the quarterback a few times here is yeah. put your hands up. Right. Get your hands in the vision of the quarterback. Don't just try to go for the sack here. Try to go for a tip ball. Try to go to get your hands in the way and not allow him to look down the field and make a clean throw. And we have got a timeout now from West after, you know, Marty, just kind of questionable. You see that first play looks like they're just going to be cool with milking the clock and going to overtime. They run, they lose a lot of time there. And then the second play gets them enough yardage to where they go, you know what, never mind, let's go for a big play. So just uh, interesting, the play calling so far here in the final seconds of this ballgame. A 6.6 left, a timeout on the field, and uh, probably one last play here for West to try to see if they can take the lead and win it. Otherwise, we've got overtime. And I, I did just get a uh, text that, that, that Major was not in bounds on that. It was still a great catch to bring it in. And the officials got together and they got it right. We'll give them that one. So here's my question now, because I don't know this super well, because we haven't seen it a lot. What are the rules of overtime in high school football? 10-yard line. I, I think it's the 10-yard line. You get four plays from the 10. Pistol formation, lone setback. 
and it's going to be a throw, and it's going to be a sack. Put him in a bag. He is sacked, and it's by number, is that Braden our? Braden Cornette. Braden Cornette, our first player of the game. Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. That's something else we've got to try to figure out. May want to just give it to the officials. <laughs> they've taken over the they've taken over the game, and it's 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 really been ridiculous just how much and how many flags they've thrown. I'm not sure either one of them wants to be uh, interviewed by us tonight. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's take a. Uh, that's it. We're going to overtime. Let's take a quick, quick Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout, and we'll be back with the OT right after this. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. are back at Bill Wilson Field on the campus of West High School where this game has gone to overtime. And Heath, it's, uh, this game just been just frustrating. It's almost like let's just, you know, get, get on the bus. And, you know, as I've had some texts come in saying, why don't the officials just give the win to West and let's go home. It's, it's kind of that frustrating as the two captains will be Buckles, Caden Buckles for Alcoa, and I believe that's number 54, Mason, 54 Adams. Mason Adams for West. If you're Alcoa here, Marty, you, you would think typically you'd, if you win this toss, you want to go on defense first. Yeah, you do want to go on defense. That way you know what you got to do offensively. Yeah. And, and hopefully you can do it without them throwing penalty flags on you. <laughs> right. Well, and if you stop them, you score and you win. Exactly. And you can start kicking field goals on first down if you want to. Yeah. Hmm. It looks like, um, see who won the toss. Koa's got the ball first. West won. They chose defense. All right, Tornadoes. Let's get, let's get some points. Well, you know, I just said, you know, Alcoa would have known if they went on defense first what they have to do. They know what they've got to do now. They know they've got to put it in the end zone. Yeah. And the 10 yards for Alcoa is not a whole lot when you stop and think about it. It has been denied, and right now you cannot have any penalties. You almost wonder if on first down you try to get them to jump and get a free five. Yeah. I mean. Just to make it easier. See if you can get that adrenaline pumping on defense and get them to jump on the first down. But you also have to be disciplined on offense in the way these penalties have been thrown tonight. Hey, let's go, boys. As Lance Williams 
Eli Owens and some of these offensive linemen looking over towards the fans, kind of trying to get them to get pumped up and get loud and rowdy as you are hearing it all around us, getting excited for this as uh, seven all here in overtime now in Alcoa. Uh, we'll start on offense as West won the toss and show, uh, elected defense to start. So as Marty mentioned a minute ago, both teams will start on their 10-yard line and each have an opportunity to score. And it'll be an empty backfield. It's going to be Buckles, and I've got a feeling he may try to run it right here on first down. And he does. Quarterback draw, and he gets down to the six-yard line. So the quarterback draws worked really well for Alcoa tonight. And it may be Caden Buckles once again comes out as, I mean, do you know anybody else that, w that we give the, the, the game ball to or the player of the game to? Well, you know, one guy named that I would think about too, Marnie, is Jamal Williams. He's really played well on defense, had a big time interception in the end zone earlier in the game to prevent West from scoring. But uh, let's see how this one finishes out. And it's Buckles with one back, and he's going to take it himself. And he's going to be dropped for a loss back at the eight. So it's going to be third and eight. Uh, do, do you say that Alcor's going very conservative on their play call, or they're just running what they think's been working all night? Well, and the first play I get, second play, I don't know if I would have went back to the well there. I think they're looking for that quarterback sneak. Yeah. It's been quite successful tonight. I, mean, I, I called it little, on first down. I wouldn't mind seeing, again, I called this play earlier, but I wouldn't mind seeing a little jet sweep pass, just some trickeration because uh, get a guy open in the end zone. Alcoa's going to take a timeout. And we're going to take it with them. I think they were just trying to see. Uh, let's not go. We'll stay right here. Let's, uh, Heath, I'm just trying to <clears throat> put my, you know, hand in the game. Did Alcoa, are they, um, were they just trying to see how West lined up right there defensively? They went in motion, and you, know, and you could tell whether or not by their motion. Alcoa, wow, wow. Um, we just got another stat. Alcoa total penalties tonight, 144 yards, West with 30. Um I don't think there's one team that's that much more undisciplined than the other. Yeah. Um, um, on the sidelines right, right now, Marty, if it does go to fourth down, you see uh, Braden Cornett and Zach Lunsford preparing for a potential field goal opportunity as they're snapping. He's working on his hold in case Bacon Louderback is called. Well, it's chilly tonight, too, so you've not you know moved around much. You're kind of cold. They've got one-on-one -on -one over here, and it's touchdown. Touchdown, Alcoa, out of the defender's hand wow. and gifted right to the Tornadoes. Well, at first I thought it was pass interference, and somehow it tipped up in the air, and I thought, okay, incomplete. And then Major, somehow it fell right into his hands, is right there, defensive back in front of him, tips it, and it just falls right into the breadbasket of the Major Newman. Now, Got to make this extra point. Huge, huge right here, and it's a bad snap. But Did he get it up? Lunsford gets it Back up. of a jump by Zach Lunsford and Bacon Louderback. That was big, Marty. That ball was on the turf, and Zach was able to get it up, get it set, and Louderback just in time slips it through the field goal. 
out. That one was rolled back wow. to Lunsford, and a great job of that young man to get it set down. And then for Bacon Lauterbach to keep his concentration and kick the ball through the uprights for a 14-7 lead. Now the pressure is on West. The, defense, <laughs> the pressure, well, we, we uh, you know, I guess we can agree to disagree, but now it's on the offense now, too, and, and yep. they're basically um, – they're basically out there quick, and it's the quarterback. That's Jesse Carson, <clears throat> and he looks. He's going to pitch the ball on just a quick sweep, and it'll be a. And there's a. What was that? There's a flag thrown at the nine-yard line. It's a pickup of one. You would think that would be a hold, maybe on a receiver over there in that type of situation. Yeah, you would think. I did, there was no face mask or anything. No, he got him from behind with the tackle. It was a great, yeah, it's a hold. It looks like it. Looks yeah. Like that's what he called that it. That was there. going against West. Unbelievable. Wow. And penalty aside, credit to Aaron Davis. He got over there quick and helped knock that player out of bounds as he dove for his feet. Good job by the junior linebacker making a play. That was a very athletic play, too. Yeah, and, and I'll agree with you, Marty. Even definitely now, the pressure on the offense, first and, and 19. Indeed. We'll see what happens. They've got two receivers right, one left, one back in the backfield with the quarterback. That's Jesse Carson, and he's going to just throw it away. That is inter that's that's going to be another flag. He threw that one away. How do you not call that intentional grounding? Goodness, yeah. That one was that one was about 30 yards up into the – that one almost hit the track. Well, Marty, I'm, I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> Wonderful job of the defense getting in the backfield, but get your hands up. Yes. Get your hands up in this quarterback's vision. Get your hands up to try to bat the football and not allow him to get this down the field because – he has been known so far today to extend some plays and make some really good throws down the field. So get in his line of vision and disrupt him. And Alcoa got a five-man front and no pressure and yet. Up. Get, and him. get him! Breaks down. You can put Carson in a bag. He is sacked. Braden Cornett, big time. No, that wasn't Braden Cornett. That, um... 93? Yeah. Or 40, no, 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 no 45. 45. It's the new transfer from Bearden High School, Joe McCord, the sophomore. They said he's one of the most built, physically stout sophomores they've seen. A look at him. He's huge. Yeah. Great play. Great play by that young man. And at third down and 21. Stay disciplined. <clears throat> no penalties. Keep getting pressure on the quarterback. And it's going to be West that takes a timeout here to talk about it, and why not? And please watch for the screen pass to the running back in motion out of the backfield. Let's take a 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week, 
right after these messages. Hello, radio friends. Smiley Riley here at Twin City Certified in Maryville, Blount County's newest and only certified pre-owned dealership. So, Smiley, why should folks buy a certified vehicle from Twin City Certified? All pre-owned vehicles get service from a certified trained technician, which includes a 125-point inspection. It's your key to getting more for your money and mile after mile of carefree driving. It's the quality that our customers deserve. So if you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, make Twin City Certified your destination. And remember, we make auto buying quick and easy. TwinCityCertified.com And we're back. 14-7. It is third down and goal from the 21 for the West Rebels. Snap. And the play is blown dead before the snap. I'm not sure what the call is. Um, it's going to be against West. It's going to be illegal motion. Wow. And that's going to put it back at the 26. So they're getting a little taste of their own medicine here in overtime. Yeah, this Rebels team is all of a sudden <coughs> falling apart here in overtime. And if you're Alcoa, two plays to keep this team offense in front of you and out of the end zone. I'm not, you know, uh, trying to take up for West or speak for them, but can you not call illegal motion just about on every play? 14 to 7. Well, I think you can also Pistol. call the hole on every play, right? Exactly. <laughs> two receivers our side, one far side. And on. it is going to be a late pass. Oh, look at oh, this. No. Lord, goodness gracious, Marty. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, it's a West touchdown. Well, <laughs> they gave us one, and we gave them one right back. Uh, that is once that's a how do you do touchdown there. It's, they, well, and right there, just uh, a pass broken up, but broken up and tipped in the air. And another receiver, right place, right time, runs by and catches it and just continues his way into the end zone, and no one's there to stop him. And so West has now tied this ball game after so many penalties. Alcoa's offsides. That had helped the Tornadoes here, Marty. Looked like they were going to come out of this one with a victory. And just a wild, crazy play. West ties it up. Now, now, if this is offside on Alcoa, does West decide to go for two here to try to win the ball game from the one and a half? Goodness. Something to consider. Looked like it was declined. It was. Declined, and uh, so they're, they're not even going to be tempted to uh, go for two. Snap, set, the kick, doing. Good kicker. Yeah. Good kicker. I, you, and you know from his... Uh, from his, um, that is, I've oh, got number 16, Tyson C. But you know from his kickoffs that he's got a leg. And uh, we're tied again at 14 after the first overtime. We're going to go to the second overtime. We're going to stay right here. Now, does the, the script get flipped here, Marty? Does this mean yes, now that? Yes, yes. Alcoa will be, West will start on offense, and gotcha. Alcoa will be on defense. <laughs> Scream! I like this song. <laughs> if you know what I mean. 
Well, if anything, folks, we hope we have entertained you tonight. It has been a thrilling ball game. Certainly it's been a not frustrating ball game. Well, thrilling slash frustrating. Thrilling because of all the wild, crazy plays we've seen, but frustrating because of an excessive amount of penalties tonight by the Zebras on the field. Stat a minute ago that Trevor gave us as a, him and Scott Dunkel over there doing some statistical breakdowns for us throughout the night. 144 penalty yards for Alcoa in this ball game. West with 30. Now that has grown a little bit after that last offensive possession of West. They had a couple penalties shoot them in the foot. So they've caught up a little bit, but it's still pretty lopsided. You're probably looking at more, maybe 140 to 60 now, but um, tough game for the Tornadoes to overcome a lot of these mistakes and um, tough calls by the referees, but um, they're still here and they're still battling as it is now tied 14 all. It was 7 to 7 going into overtime and um, to start off with Alcoa goes uh, on third down. They throw it deep. It's tipped. Major Newman catches it for a touchdown and then West gets the football, couple penalties. It's third and 26, and we think Alcoa is going to be able to stop them and get the and win this football game. And a pass across the middle gets batted up in the air. A receiver runs around the side out of nowhere and is able to catch the batted ball and runs it into the end zone for a touchdown and ties up this game. So now, did they flip the coin again? Looks like they, they flipped the coin again. Now Cole won it, so they're going to be on defense first. I think we're yeah. going to go the other side of the field. <clears throat> I don't know why it matters. I mean, there's there's the what? Which makes it harder for us to see. <laughs> Fifty-six degrees. Now, and I'd like to thank uh, Jerome Moon, state representative, for his sponsorship of Maryville and Alcoa High School football. 14 to 14, we're into the second overtime, or double overtime, if you will. And it's going to be West with the ball. They're going to turn, they're going to pitch it. There's a big hole, and they're going to score on their first play from scrimmage. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy right uh, there for if West. He, if he would have had flags, and you're just wondering about going back on defense immediately, I know you want to be on defense second, but those kids have to be tired. And, you know, because that, that was like six or seven plays there because of the penalties, and then you stick them right back out there. Well, we'll see if Alcoa can answer as easily as West did. If he, he would have had flags on his sides, they wouldn't have got them. Yeah, they gave it to him, and he at first thought about bouncing it outside, but just saw an open seam, Marty, and he took it, and the extra point is blocked, Marty. Extra point is blocked. So now, if Alcoa can score and get the extra point, they can win this, but we've seen some crazy things happen tonight. First things first, Marty, the offense had some trouble on that last offensive possession in overtime. West did a great job defensively. A freak play that got tipped up and Major Newman caught, caught it was the only reason Alcoa scored. Can they figure that out, get in the end zone here, and dare I say, come away with a victory? We'll find out. It's going to be right here in front of us. And uh, the the Rebel that scored was number 14, Braden Latham. He's had an outstanding game tonight. Um, we'll have all the statistical breakdown after this ball game. 
And Alcoy is going to have it. It's going to be. They, they've got know? to get off of that play. Ugh. That's the, the. They try to run the same play. It's just a quarterback keeper. Uh, not even a draw, Heath. And they try to to run it, and he gets nowhere. I think he I, stopped at the line of scrimmage. I think everyone in the house, Marty, could have told you look for Caden Buckles to carry it there. Well, I told you that on the first play from scrimmage last time. I thought they sent they sent Salter out on kind of a bubble route out to the flats. I thought they were going to fake the run, <clears> turn, and fire it to him, and allow him to try maybe, to get a couple yardage. But maybe that's what they're, maybe that's what they're setting up. Yeah, we'll find out. Caden in the backfield now. Cannon in the backfield, three receivers to the left. And there's flags. Oh, no. I think it's on Alcoa. It has to be on Alcoa. Yep. Illegal motion against the Tornadoes or false start, and that'll back them up five. They're at the 16 now, and it's going to be second down. They're actually about at the 17, so it's going to be Second down and 17, second goal from the 17-yard line, and the same formation for the Tornadoes. Three receivers to the left, and the lone back is Cannon, and it's going to be Buckles back. He looks. He's going to run late. Okay, he's going to turn up. He makes a move, and then he's going to be dropped at about the – he's going to be about the six or seven-yard line, and it's going to be third down, Heath. Um, he's going to be at the six, it looks like. Yeah, third and six. And why don't you turn the music off, guys? <laughs> you got a one-on-one -on -one receiver way out here in Jamal Williams. And then you got the band kicking up for West right there in that end zone. And Alcoa is going to take their timeout that they're allotted in the overtime. And, you know, I'm not sure a band's allowed to, you know, start playing <laughs> during a play. So, I, I don't know, Heath. Let's let's just take 30 seconds and regroup. Um, I'm, I've should have had as many penalties thrown against me tonight as Alcoa had uh, or has. But let's take 30 seconds. We'll be back with more of the Twin C Certified Marable Game of the Week right after this. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are back. Alcoa third down and goal from the seven and a shotgun. Two backs now in the backfield with Buckles and it's going to be Buckles look he takes a two-step drop he's going to throw it to the corner for Major Newman and it's going to be incomplete did the best he could that's just not a high percentage play right there Heath and I get so this is it. it all comes down Heath to this play if they score we'll go into another overtime well if we don't make the extra point, we'll go into another overtime. If they don't score right here, Heath, we go 0-2 against Rebels. Man, <clears throat> I kind of was hoping for a pass interference call there as Major was trying to come back to that one. But and now West it looks like West is going to take a timeout. They wanted to basically see what Alcor was going to line up. 
and Majors hobbling. Yeah, he was hobbling earlier. Um, it looks like when he when he came down or on something that he was he was he was he was limping severely. And um, cold game, coldest game of the year. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more of the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week after this. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson. All right, we're back. It is fourth down now. Motion for Alcoa, and it's going to be Buckles rolling to the short side of the field. He's going to throw back the other way. Come on. Got to receive. Come on. Open. Come on. Touchdown, Alcoa. That is a El Himidor touchdown tornadoes. And is that Elijah Cannon? Elijah Cannon snuck out of there. No flags. No flags. I promise. I'm not seeing any. I think we're good. Marty, we got to make this. You make this extra point, you win the ball game. As Alcoa blocked the extra point from West, this is huge right here. Last time in overtime, Marty, that fun, that low snap to Zach, and he was able to recover it. Can it be cleaner here? Let's hope so. And it is. Lunsford grabs it. Kick is up. Is it up? Is it good? Is it in? It's good. Alcoa wins 21 to 20 here at West High School. And what has to be a happy occasion for the Tornadoes, but one of the most frustrating games I think I've ever broadcast, Heath. Wow. Marty, I don't I don't know how much more of this I can take. I mean, two games in a row when my heart was beating out of my chest and I was about to throw the headset three or four different times tonight. Actually, a <laughs> lot of times tonight with all those penalties on the field, but exactly. what a crazy ball game and Alcoa back in the win column. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. Back in the win column, they made plays when they had to. Mm -hmm. They win on the very last play of the game as Cannon sneaks out of the backfield. He goes away from the flow of the play. Yeah. And Buckles waits till the last seconds, turns, throws, hits him. He has to come back to the ball a little bit. Yeah. Makes the catch, takes it into the end zone, and then Bacon Lauderback puts it through the uprights out of the hold of Zach Lunsford. And that snap was a little high. And once again, a, a, a good hold and a great kick. Alcohol wins 21 to 20. Heck of a game, and we wanted a good play call in that final play, and we got it as uh, they were all rolling with Caden, and they just slipped Cannon out the opposite direction. Now, Marty, here's the question. Who's your player of the game? Yeah, that's what one we're going to have to think about, uh, you know, into the post game, and I'll have to get Josh or try myself to get down there to get the player up. Yeah, Trevor's giving me numbers that I'm, I'm already tossing around in my head. Major Newman or Elijah Cannon, like who do you, who do you go to in this situation? I think I, I lean towards Major because of two big cut touchdowns in this ball game. One um, early earlier in the game, right before halftime, to make it seven to zero, and then a big time catch uh, on a tough play in the end zone in the first overtime. But then you got Cannon, who's made some really nice plays defensively. He's ran the football <clears throat> some for Alcoa. He had a sack earlier. Yeah, and then he makes the final final catch there. Um, that's a tough call. 
It is a tough call. Let's take 30 seconds and think about it. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be back with the Everding Orthodontics post-game show and the Bliss Air scoreboard after this message. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. We're back, and we were rocked tonight, uh, to say the least. Alcoa, a 21-20 victor over the West Rebels. Alcoa back in the win column. They got back in the win column last week on a forfeit. Their overall record record improves to five and one. And this was our last road game of the year, Heath. Yep, until what, maybe playoffs or playoffs? I think we're all the way through the playoffs at home. I'll take that. Who's our player of the game? <clears throat> uh, you know, Major Newman. Okay. I'm gonna look, look, we're gonna do Major Newman as the player of the game. He had two touchdowns, he had some pass breakups. Uh, basically, you know, kept Alcoa in this game, and um, he will be our player of the game. It, it was close. It could have been several people. could have been Cannon. Um, we need to see if someone can get Major up here to, to speak with us. Yeah, I, I know. Time. I don't know how quickly they got to get on the bus, especially on a Thursday night. I'll text Josh to see if he can get up here. Looks like uh, Dan, the man, is down there trying to see if he can talk to Major. We'll see if Major is able to come up here. I don't know if they're allowing them to do that or if they're having to hurry off the field. Um, but uh, heck of a game for, for Major Newman and certainly super proud of the way he fought and some crucial plays for him to help Alcoa come away with a victory. But, man, what a thriller and this one, West, you see them heartbroken at how this game finishes. They had a chance to beat one of the top teams in the state, and you <clears> tip <throat> your hats to them. They played a heck of a ball game. Coach Brown making some really good play calls. Um, they deserve to keep their heads held high. And, and if anything, Marty, for West, you take away from this game, you can play with the big boys, and you've got a really good shot at 5A. All right, it was Major Newman is our is our player of the game. And he had nine catches for 150 yards, or is that? Oh, also, oh, he also had an interception. That's what that is. Okay. Um, yeah, and we we're hoping to five get five for 92, here. two I touchdowns, concern, and an interception. I think the one concern is he does have a bum ankle. I think right now that's kind of hindering him a little bit, so he may not be able to make it up. Did you take Dan? Uh, I did text him who our player of the game is. Um, he may potentially, it looks like he's he's trying to make his way with Dan over here. So hopefully we'll get him on this in a minute. Um, we'll go ahead and get have Trevor pull up Facebook Live here in a second. 
so we can get him for the player of the game yeah. if, if we can this is just this <laughs> this has been great it's it was good ball game uh it's late for us it's 10 10 over a three-hour ball game um alcoa will play next yeah. week and then i think yeah. the next they will be off for fall break yeah i think dan found it and right now, let's just take another break. We'll take a 60-second break. We come back, we'll have more of the Everding Orthodontics post-game show right after this. Alcohol wins 21-20. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Welcome back as we are here in the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel, and with me right now on the headset, our Player of the Week, our Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Week, is none other than the Major Newman. Big time plays tonight, and Major, heck of a ball game. Appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. And you made a lot of plays on this field tonight, and, and you and I have had a chance a few times this season to be able to talk off the field, but uh, what does a win like this, especially after a, a tough loss two weeks ago, you were hoping to get that taste out of your mouth last week. It got canceled. You had to wait even longer, and then you come into just an absolute dogfight tonight, but you pull out the W. How does that feel? It feels amazing. Yeah. Uh, this this is the type of football game that anybody can dream to be in. Um, I thought the Maryville game was, was number one on my list. This might have just beat it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if you're a football player, you love moments like this. This this is the game that you, you want to come out and have. Um, even though we thought, you know, we would come out and do a little bit better, um, just given the circumstances that we that we was in, the way we fought, the way our young teams came together and our leaders, uh, you know, prospered and, and, and led the team to this victory, I can't be more proud than, than I'm, the, I'm a proud dad right now. That's how I'm feeling. That's, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, Major, on top of that, for you in particular, you see a guy like Jordan Harris go down. And for you, heck for us over here on the sidelines, it's that, it's that flashback feeling of, of Maryville last season when you went down and, and, and the crowd went silent and everyone was wondering if you were okay. And our thoughts and prayers with Jordan Harris. But we noticed everyone else taking a knee. We saw, you know, you're over there pacing back and forth, and, and we had to, had to wonder, man, how is this affecting Major? Because he knows exactly what this feels like. Right. I, I was telling my, my teammates, it's like PTSD. I was literally getting goosebumps on the sideline just because I, I know that feeling of not knowing what's going on, and it didn't look like he was moving because when I was over there, he, just, he was face down, legs moved a little bit, and it's just I, I got that. I, I just knew. Yeah. And I, it's just I PTSD. I, I was getting goosebumps. I just couldn't sit still. 
I mean, I just know that feeling. I know that feeling of uncomfortability, not knowing, you know, what's going on. Um, matter of fact, as soon as I get my phone, I'm texting his mom. And I, yeah. I, I got to see what's going on. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's all love for Jordan. Jordan's a, a freaking ball player. Uh, he's young. I love him. He The way he just carries himself, the way he comes on this field, I couldn't ask for a better teammate. And uh, to, to see him to go out like that, it, it, it sucks knowing knowing that uh, it's, it's only a, a few possible things. But, um, I mean, you can only hope for the best and stealing uh, blessings his way. Absolutely. And, and, and speaking of his mother, who you talked about a minute ago, Miss Harris, she came over. A lot of times you see the parents immediately run off with the kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't do that. She came over to the defense mm-hmm. and she talked to each one of you. I saw you give her a hug. What was she telling you guys? She was the same play for Jordan, picked this thing up. Um, I told her, I got this. I love Jordan to death, and I'm going to do this for him. Um, she's She's a wonderful woman. Anytime I've been around her, she's always been kind, respectful, and I always give that uh, kind of respect to her. But she's, anytime I've been around her, she's always just been nice and pleasant. So she's she's definitely a, a beautiful football mom, and uh, she's she's so respected in this community. Absolutely, and uh, you know, you guys right after that huge play in the backfield, and one of the things we saw, no matter what you guys did tonight. Is there was just a there was a lot of penalties. There was a lot of tough moments where you guys overcame adversity time and time again, and it it, it felt like obstacles kept popping up, mm-hmm. but you guys kept fighting through them. What were you telling your team? Uh, like Coach Nick's preaches, they'll break before we break, and honestly, that's something that I've I've started to just live throughout normal normal life. Um, I always believe that. I you know I'll preach it to to my teammates when Coach Nick isn't even there, because I I always believe in us before anyone else believes in us you know I, I got so much respect and love for this team and I know I know how far we can go um, like tonight we we was just beating ourselves we made some some bad mistakes that we're going to clean up and uh, we're, we're going to fix it and uh, next week we're definitely going to come out with with some rage behind it yeah absolutely and, and making plays that's something you did all night is you made plays defensively I believe you had an interception but also you caught a touchdown during right before the end of the second quarter to help get some momentum going. Mm-hmm. West tried to steal that back. And then in overtime, a crazy play, and that ball falls right in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What uh, were you seeing there? What what was that? What did that feel like? Well, I, I originally thought I was he, – he picked it because uh, the ball was not going to do my quarterback. Ball was, <laughs> ball was a little on the throne. Caden can get mad. But, uh, I mean, he made a great play on the ball. He That's a great defensive play. Yeah. Uh, it just happened to go my way. Luck was on our side right there. The ball, the ball just fell into my hands, and uh, it was a touchdown. Um, just it's, it's luck and it's a blessing out there. Like they got that little that little lucky uh, tip across the middle to send it to second overtime. Things just <laughs> things just happen in football. Uh, you got to keep going, and uh, you know you just you got to keep on moving. Well, and then as the game's about to end, you guys block the extra point, and we all know a touchdown and an extra point wins it. But then you get to fourth down. And you're thinking, what's going to happen? And what a great play call. Get the whole defense mm-hmm. to shift. You've got, you've got all you guys over there. They slip Elijah Cannon out. Uh, just, just a brilliant call. And um, what were you guys feeling? In that? I mean, did you know? Did, how, how did you feel when that play came? When he drew that play up, Coach Sweetland said, here's what we're doing. How, how was the team feeling? That was the first time we've ever run it since my freshman year. Wow. First time we've ever pulled it out. You know, we repping in practice multiple times because, okay. you know, he always preaches to us there's going to be a time and place for it. Um, today was the time and place. Uh, unfortunately, on the play before, um, I couldn't get up and go get that ball. I wish I could have. Um, I mean, plays happen. But it was an excellent play called. I, I love it. I mean, you 
to do that, you you gotta have some, you gotta have some something down there to to make that kind of call. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Rankins Rankins got that, and I mean, it was a beautiful play call. It worked out. Um, and that field goal block that just shows you just the tenacity that we we bring to not want to lose and just all eleven everybody wanted that ball. So uh, it, it's great to see the uh, team come together like that. And for a play call that you haven't ran in four years in an actual varsity game, yeah. for it to work perfectly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. You can't ask for nothing more. Yeah, absolutely. And so we we give you this, the Alcoa vs. West player of the game for your outstanding performance tonight. And, Major, you said it a minute ago, and, and Coach Nix is right. They're going to break before you do, and that's what happened tonight mm -hmm. as Alcoa wins in thrilling fashion in double overtime. So we're going to take a break here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Thank you so much, Major, for coming on with us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll be back in just a minute to finish the postgame show. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. Real sports talk with real personalities. Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel, and I have on the headset with me Scott Dunkel as we are wrapping this thing up. And uh, we're a little tired. as uh, it's, It was a Thursday night football game. We don't see a lot of those, and uh, a lot of us, the kids got to go to school tomorrow. We got to go to work tomorrow. But uh, I and, and, Scott, I might have to pull an all-nighter after this, uh, all this adrenaline pumping after oh, a 21 21- to 20 victory for Alcoa, heck of a ball game. Oh, definitely, Heath. I mean, incredible ball game. A lot of peaks and valleys, a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. <laughs> we were excited. We thought we had them, and they got that freak, really, deflection pass and ended up getting that overtime touchdown to tie the game up. Then they go and score on the first yeah. play. We block the extra point. We're down to fourth in, what, 17 or something like that in – we get that incredible touchdown. We do, and and you know, Scott, I, I might have to take PTO tomorrow, not not to rest, but to go to the doctor to get my heart checked after what we've been through this week, what we were through two weeks ago. Man, I don't know if I can take another game like this, but uh, we we try to calm down now, take a deep breath, and and we turn it over to you as you give us our final statistical breakdown. All right, and we're just going to go through Alcoa's here tonight. Um, you know, like you said, we got to go to work. We got to got to go to school. Whatever tomorrow. So, 42 rushing attempts, 226 yards, 11 of 22 in passing, one interception, 174 total yards there. Again, 
Camden Buck was 11 of 22, 174 yards in interception, a sack and three touchdowns. That That's the good part of it right there. And I apologize, my computer decided it did not want to cooperate with me. Oh, no. <laughs> um, at least I got the basics, but for some, uh, there it is. Maybe that'll do it. No, some technical okay. difficulty. That's, That's all right. All right. That's all right. Um, we it was such an exciting game. My battery on the mouse decided it didn't want to work anymore. <laughs> all right. Buckles, 14 rushes, 41 yards. Eddie Salter, 10 carries, 63 yards. Elijah Cannon, 9 carries, 61. Jordan Harris, 7 for 55. Excuse me. Cannon also had two catches, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Major Newman, five catches, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. Isaiah Bryant, two catches, 21 yards for Alcoa. And looks like Bryce Dupree, a catch for seven yards. And Jawan Goings, two rushes for six yards. Again, a very exciting night for Alcoa, being able to come in here to West High School, the, five, the number one team in 5A, and pull out the victory. Absolutely. And Caden uh, uh, Buckles talked about it uh, during the week, he said. You know, for those of you who think that we don't play big time opponents throughout the season, now Coy doesn't have a hard schedule. You might want to look a little harder because uh, this is the type of game that proves that. And uh, um, he was certainly right as Alcoa defeats narrowly the number one team in 5A football in Tennessee for a reason. Right. Uh, as they were very good and uh, they had a wonderful ball game. But um, we're going to go away from this. A little frustrated about the refs, but excited about the finish as the Alcoa Tornadoes able to get away with this thing with a victory. And, some, and Scott, uh, I think you have a final stat on those penalties for us. Yeah, 16 penalties, 149 yards. Wow. I mean, that's almost as much as Caden threw for. Yeah. But some of these, I agree with Marty during the game. I kind of wonder about some of these. But anyway, it's over. We won. That's what counts. <laughs> so we'll walk away from this. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll take the victory. We're, we certainly hope you enjoyed the broadcast. We may have been uh, a little frustrated at times, and we do apologize for that. But uh, we love our boys, and we love our community, and we're just so proud of the way that they fought tonight. But uh, thanks so much for listening to the Ampertine Orthodontics postgame show in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And uh, I'm Heath Dunkel for Scott Dunkel, Marty Millsaps, Trevor Dunkel, and Andy back at the studio saying – until next time, your final score, Alcoa 21, West 20. And also Dan the Man, our intern, we appreciate all the work he does as well. But until next time, next Friday night, we say so long, good night, and yes, that just happened. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on.